Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with Hitman. Hey, everybody. Hope you're good. Hope everyone's well. We are now onto a very, 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 very special episode. We're going to talk about a man, a big man, a strong man, a shark. He was a shark. He was the avalanche. He was the big earthquake. Uh, I messed up the night. What's that? I said I messed up. <laughs> People, I didn't mess up, but I, I was I was trying to go for this big grand, this big grand kind of like intro. I was like, ah, I, I kind of lost it halfway through. Uh, yeah, you, you, know you, you hit the plot points. You hit the, you hit yeah. most of the names. I mean, it's, you part, it, it's part of it. Again, these are these are names I know about. I know about. I, I mean, you, I mean, you hit them all. Yeah, John, uh, John Tenter. That was his real name. Yeah. He, he wrestled under John Tenter at one point. So you can remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to talk about the late great earthquake John Tenter. This one's a strange one because I know, unless you're from a certain generation, most guys won't know who he is. Mm. Oh, and Golga, 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 Golga. That's it, Golga. Golga. That's the last one. But yeah, no, right. some just as you were saying about people might not know who he is. I was thinking, oh, well, yeah, the closest, the the longest, like the link to him, mm. probably been around the time of Golga, Golga, and the. And the WrestleMania Battle Royal, but we'll touch on all of those. Mm. But yeah, you were saying. Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy because I think this guy again, you know, again, I said late Greg, I would say we know he's passed away. Mm. The guy passed away at what 42 years old. Yeah. And think about it, when he was at when he was wrestling Hogan. This man was in his mid twenties. Mm, I know that's crazy. A lot you you sort of heard about that in later later years. Didn't really know it at the time, and well, then you like, it's like wow, yeah, like he did seem older, way older than my twenties. Gosh. And I know people say, oh, you know, this uh, it, it's great to live in today's uh, in in this was it a century? It's great living in today's time that everything has been advanced, everything has gone forward, but. Okay, I hear you know things advancing everything, but and again, this is this is my opinion. This Gabe, 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 this is Hitman, you know, Gabe Hitman's Maya's opinion, Anton's. I think men were different back then. You know what I'm saying? To be a man was different than it is now. In terms of just how they act, how they looked. Again, like I said, the guy was in his mid early twenties, and he really looked like a man. Most guys in their mid early twenties now they still look about sat not a bad way at nineteen, eighteen years old. It's, it's just I don't know. But yeah, even but even I how mean, even even big, how he present himself. Yeah, but I think a big part of it was was his size for yeah, one, like the size of him. He was and and he was bald, and he was balding. Oh, he was balding. He was balding, and he had the big beard. And back then, like beards weren't now. Beards are like a fashion thing. They're the yeah. common like the what they like hipster yeah. sort of look. Whereas back then, it was like most people didn't have beards. Like most men. So yeah, so it's, he came across he came across yeah. as an old an old man because of that, like an older man, not an old old man, but well, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have pegged him at like early twenties. Well, look look at Brett. Mm. Brett in ninety seven was forty years old. Yeah, I thought Brett was like I thought Brett was thirty. Personally, I thought he was like 30, 32, 33. Mm. I don't think it was forty, but it's again how he carried himself, how he you know presented himself. You would yeah. think he was younger, uh, you know what I mean? But you know, again, different times, you know, different you know different times, all these sort of things. But you know. Earthquake, because I know him as, or as Anton, Golga. 
Well, no, I, I just threw Golger in there as like, I know, last, I'm thinking of his, his I'm thinking last of sort. <laughs> he went for a few. I knew him as Earthquake. Yeah. Oh, uh, Canadian. I never as well. Canadian Earthquake as well. Oh yeah, that's true. To that, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I when I, I was first started watching him, he was Earthquake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Golger was a a short, and probably as you said, a lot of people don't actually know that he was Golger. Yeah. Like anyone who they were just like, yeah, well, it'd just be a footnote. Like who uh, Earthquake? Like. He, he mm. just he, yeah, unfortunately, kind of like dropped off the off the map yeah. in, the, in the '90s, didn't he? Because he, yeah. I mean, such a we're, we're going for it, but he had such a like a strong, as you say, the feud with Hogan was a massive, oh, yeah. massive. Like obviously, if you had a feud with Hogan in 1990, that's big, of course. And then like within a, within a few years, he'd kind of dropped off the radar com- virtually completely. Like he was still around, but mm. not a player at all. Yeah, but yeah, like say, I I, I first would have seen him as Earthquake. Oh yeah, that's how it, that's how I I yeah I was thinking of him as earthquake. Hmm. It's strange because I knew his name was I knew he was like you know I knew I heard he didn't be obviously John Tenter, hmm. but they're saying that he's um, he was born John Anthony Tenter Jr. Obviously, as a senior, his dad. Yeah. Um, born nineteen sixty three, June twenty second, in British Columbia, sorry, Canada. Because hmm. I, I remember he was Canadian. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny. I, I never knew that he's one of his inspirations. Like one of you know the the people who looked up to was former NWA champion Gene Kaniski. Mm. I had no, I had no idea. It's like yeah, anybody knows wrestling history. Gene Kaniski, former NWA Waterweight champion for a good couple of years. You know, really did good for the NWA. Legendary wrestler, very solid worker, respectable name within the business. Mm. I was like, okay, fair enough. And I'm thinking that makes. Sense because obviously Canadian Jinkanisky, yeah. Okay, and there's another guy called Don Leo Jonathan. Do you mm. know him? I don't really know much about. I think he was a bit because I'd heard. Um, Canadian guy as well. He sticks out to me because uh, I don't know if you remember when uh, Vince McMahon was introducing Tyson. Yeah. Like in 1998, Mike Tyson, and, he, and then he was like, he was saying about you're a big wrestling fan, like who, like Nikolai Volkov, Bruno Sammartino, <laughs> like he's throwing out the <laughs> names, and then Vince goes. Don Leo Jonathan as well. Like shaking <laughs> names. It's like I, I mean, yeah, I've 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 not really seen him. I I remember his name being mentioned then. I've heard of heard of him as a he was he was a big he was a big guy. He was a black he guy. So yeah. maybe yeah, it was it was I think maybe that's why I don't know if that's why Vince decided to reference him with Tyson. It's strange, really? yeah, it was strange that he did like Vince wanted to get Don Leo maybe it's because he wanted to cut off Bruno. Oh yeah, because <laughs> like, he's throwing Bruno's name out. But it's, oh, like, yeah, 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 it's funny yeah, yeah. that he decided like, I want to like make you mention Don Leo Jonathan because it's just yeah. somebody you don't, you know, you don't typically hear. But he was a, I think, yeah, I think he was a big like, yeah, a big guy. I think the only the only time I've actually heard of him, mm. well, two two times. I mean, uh, Dutch Mantel mentioned him. Yeah, I mean, Dutch Mantel, good wrestler, you know, wonderful podcast. I give him credit. And you know, Paradise Alley with um, Bobby Moore. St- uh, St- uh, Stallone, Pe- Terry Funk, Pele, mm. the footballer. Yeah. He was in that as well. Mm. But the thing is, it's only now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, because obviously I've, I've, I've seen the movie yeah. quite, quite a few times. I've seen a picture, oh, yeah, this guy. Mm. But it's, again, it's more like, oh, I remember seeing him, but just whoop, off my head. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the, apparently, you know, these two were his, you know, big inspirations. And you know what? I'm actually happy to kind of know that. Um, he actually competed in collegiate wrestling, mm. so at, at a NCAA level. And you and I both know that's a big deal. Like, yeah, you're not competing on the NCAA unless you're good. 
If mm. unless you have real talent, there's no way. Yeah. And just from the information that I've kind of seen of him, it talks about how he played like American, you know, he played American football. Uh, there was he did wrestling as well, as in collegiate wrestling as well, which is good. But for me, I think he's big kind of upstart really was in Japan. So I know I know that again, it's been talked about how he would plan he was a sumo wrestler in Japan. Yeah. And I've seen a picture of him, and I swear the picture looks like uh you know John Belushi. <laughs> yeah, but as, but as an older guy, as an older yeah. guy, because like, he's without like, the beard, isn't he? Yeah, in, in that picture, <laughs> I, I think I know the picture you're talking of. I've seen some yeah. pictures of him as a, as a sumo wrestler. I thought I was thinking that's John Belushi mm. again. Anyone who's seen in the corner of the gym, it's like a program from like 2000 to like 2008, 2009. That's what he reminds me of. Yeah, John Belushi, so John Belushi, brother. Um, yeah, they said that he was what 22 years old, mm. <laughs> 22. I was thinking, what? No way. And most of the guys that was doing sumo at the time was in their mid thirties, forties, and he was just beating, beating people on a regular basis. Yeah, which is, you know what I mean, which is, which is quite good. But I think they said that his record is twenty-one wins and seven losses. Mm. But his losses didn't come until virtually near the end of his um, sumo career. Yeah, which is good. So basically, what his first what three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, his first nine competitions, he's basically undefeated. Mm. Fair enough. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely yeah, he's definitely <laughs> a standout in sumo. But, yeah, but like, and and being uh, what is it like from the west? Like yeah, western. Like obviously, it's t- typically going to be dominated by Japanese. Oh, yeah. wrestlers. But yeah, he he went in there and made a name made a name for himself. Mm. And strangely, oh, let's say strangely. Ironically, from there, he signed up to Professor Wrestling. Mm. And anyone who knows wrestling, anyone who knows all Japan, all Japan wrestling, knows that Giant Baba, former three-time, three-time, three-time NWA Waterweight champion, be Ric Flair as well, trained him. Which, to you, and I'm sure like the wrestling purists are like, yeah, Baba wasn't good. No? Oh, I mean... I've not really seen much. I don't think he's. I think he's more revered as as a promoter. But I don't think he was thought of as absolutely. Of course he wasn't. But I'm, I'm basically trying to. I'm, I'm trying to put you in Meltzer to say about how. Oh, I know. I know oh, you're trying to get me yeah. to insult him. But I'm saying <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he was considered like obviously like he's his biggest sort of claim to fame nowadays would have been like as, as the promoter the, like fan of all Japan. But obviously he was still. What, three time anybody world champion. That's what I was gonna say. He's still highly regarded as a wrestler. Maybe yeah. not as a as a. One of the absolute best in ring performers, but he was still he was a player. Yeah, he had, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, he's a, he was a giant, wasn't he? he was he was huge? Of course he was. Yeah, he was huge. So that's that's the thing. I mean, you're not expected to do loads of, <laughs> especially <laughs> and yeah, and he's a giant who wrestled. What yeah, what years he had been wrestling in like the fifties or mm-hmm. like that. I mean, you know, uh, flying head scissors was an extremely like or drop kick were like massive moves. So he would mm. not typically even be doing them. Mm. So yeah, I think to to say he weren't regarded a good wrestler. I mean, he worked. He worked as a giant, so he'd probably be the right person as well to teach sort of John Tenter how to true like use his use his size and and play up like as a as a giant in that era. Mm. Well, they said that how Giant Bubba wrestled a total of five thousand seven hundred sixty nine matches mm. for a man of his size, and people want to say lack of or you know of his ability. 
It's quite a lot. Mm. But yeah, he wrestled in all Japan Pro Wrestling, 1987. He had his debut, Master First, 1987. Again, he was only really in all Japan Pro Wrestling for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Think about this. He wrestled for two years in Japan in one mm. of the biggest promotions that they had out there before he came to the WWF. Yeah. In March 89. I didn't know that his first wrestling name was called is it Earthquake Evans. Did you know that? I'd see it like later. Uh, I'd heard about it. I'd see. I didn't see him as that or anything like it. No. I think mean, it was a tryout match, wasn't it? Because he managed by yeah. Slick. I've seen. I've seen. Yeah. It was a dark. Yeah, I have seen the footage of it. I've seen. I've seen the footage, but I didn't know the name was. I didn't know but, the name was. Because the thing is, I yeah, I would have. I would have when I first started watching. He was already sort of in, in the feud with Hogan. Yeah. Uh, but then I yeah later on you sort of uh, hear about dark matches and tryouts and stuff like that. And then I, mm. yeah, and I've seen some footage of it. And then obviously I'd heard about the angle that introduced him on TV mm. where he was like a, in a, from the brought in from the crowd. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think he was, in, he was in like street clothes when he was at Earthquake Evans. Yeah, he was. Uh, with Slick. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't, obviously I wouldn't have known about that until no. long, long after. But I, yeah, I've heard of that, that he, he debuted, that he first, was coming in so it's, I've, you could tell there was a lot of like playing around with getting it right like getting obviously having Slick as his manager at first he, he would eventually debut with Jimmy Hart mm. but also like when he first appeared on TV was the Canadian Earthquake mm, and then yes, they sort of condensed it so yeah he would have had that he would have had that was it against Paul Roma yep Earthquake Evans yeah I've yeah. I've seen that uh, seen footage of that but he he would he would have been introduced on TV as, a, as like a plant from the audience yeah, he was. He was. Uh, they brought him in. I've, I've seen that angle again retrospectively because I remember hearing about it. Mm-hmm. First time, like I'd actually heard about it, like was uh, was him talking about it on one of the old Coliseum videos. It was Wrestle okay. Fest, Wrestle Fest 1991. Wrestle Fest mm-hmm. 91 was like put matches together, and one mm-hmm. of the matches on there was Ultimate Warrior versus Earthquake. Yeah. And he's like he does the and they have the little like backstage, yeah, like not backstage. You know that when they used to in front of the. the it was obviously a green screen, but they had their logo in the background. They would be talking. Uh, it was like yeah. event center promos. So they've recorded mm. one for the video. And he's yeah. saying to the warrior, like, think back. Think a long ways back. Like, to a push-up contest where yeah. the earthquake squashed you. And it's like, ah, oh, okay. So, that, yeah. And then you see, like, pictures in the magazines and stuff. <laughs> so, and I have seen it now. I've seen the actual episode. I've happened on uh, I have a Superstars or Challenge. Yeah. Like, the weekly. So, obviously, we've talked about them in the past where the weekly shows were just, like, squash matches. Mm. And sometimes you'd have a feature match and sometimes an angle would happen like after a match or whatever. So I think it was after, it was like a push-up contest with Dino Bravo and the mm. Ultimate Warrior. And so they're saying, yeah, like Jimmy Hart's Dino Bravo's manager and they're saying they get someone from the crowd and they, obviously Earthquake's big. He's big and fat. Yeah, like he's real, yeah, yeah it was 400 and something pounds. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing him like he's supposed to be just this like local person from the crowd, but he's big. Mm. So it's like, okay, I could do the push-ups with him on my back. So he yeah. comes in the ring, and yeah, what's your name? Like John. And then he sits on Dino Bravo, and Dino Bravo does the push-ups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's, no, it's Ultimate Warrior's turn. So as he goes through it, Earthquake does the big, like, sit on his back. And then they start beating him up. Big old, yep. doing elbow drops and stuff, and they just beat the Warrior up. And, yeah. yeah, so that was, like, the... That was his introduction. So then, then it's revealed that he's the Canadian Earthquake. He's a wrestler. He's managed by Jimmy Hart as well. So he was a, he was a setup. <laughs> so that was yeah that was there uh, that was the introduction of him and then i think that happened shortly before survivor series 1989 yep it was 
because then I, again I, I i first started watching like so my real-time experience i mean was watching would have been like SummerSlam 1990 yep where he faced hulk hogan so he'd yep. already i didn't see the angle happen like transpire where he put hogan out on the brother love show so i'd seen that but then i go back so we'll kind of take it we'll take it like in in order yeah so obviously he, he had survivors eight nine. i would have seen this retrospectively but survivors 89 he replaced barry windham on yeah. Randy Savage's team, so it was the King's Court. Randy, yeah. Randy Savage, uh, Greg Valentine, Dino Bravo. It was supposed to be Barry Windham because if you got if you had the video cassette on the back, it's it had, on there. Yeah, he had a picture of Barry Windham with them. But then, yeah. like when he came out, like it was, it was earthquake, Canadian earthquake. Mm. So he, he came out. He had the blue singlet, but he had like the little Canadian flag on it. Yeah. And he was a Canadian earthquake. So and they were facing against Haxel Jim Duggan's team, the four by fours. <laughs> Jim, Jim Duggan, Bret Hart, Hercules, and rugged Ronnie Garvin. What a team! <laughs> <laughs> what up? But then again, Ronnie Garvin was NWA champ for NWA champion. I liked Ronnie Garvin. I did when I first, you know, like because you don't you don't know who's supposed to be the top guys or whatever necessarily yeah. when you first start watching. It's like who you gravitate to. That's why I gravitate yeah. to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I also mm. liked rugged Ronnie Garvin. I liked Hercules. Yeah. But certain people that I kind of, yeah, that oh, I like them. You don't know, yeah, like I don't think, all right, Hulk Hogan's the top guy and Ultimate oh, Warriors, so they're my favorites. Like, you just, yeah. you gravitate to. And I liked Rugged Ronnie Garvin. There's just something about him I liked when mm. I first started watching it. But obviously, when I first started watching it, he was just being phased out. Mm. But this, at this point, yeah, he was he was in a feud with Greg Valentine. Yeah. Give me Heart Family. And yeah, so I remember the stiff shops. Yeah, but well, yeah, both of them. Yeah, both of them Ooh. were. What was it? Is it WrestleMania or Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very hard hitting, but yeah. yeah. So he was he was dominant there. He took Hercules out quite quick with the with the earthquake, like yep. the sit down. I mean, that's the thing. As as a kid, like we used to laugh about that being, <laughs> but I mean, it, it it still felt devastating. You laugh at the fact that he's sitting on somebody. Yeah, it still felt <laughs> comical, like you know. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like it was, it was a devastating move. Like it's all oh, because they presented that move as like puts people out of action. Mm. Including, including Hogan, you know, like people, if he if he sits on your chest and if he does it multiple times, you're you're going, yeah, you're going out on the stretcher. Mm. He, he took out Hercules quite quick in that one, yeah. and then and they were the survivors, like him. Uh, I think Hacksaw was the last one. He got counted out, so it was yeah, Earthquake, yeah. Dino Bravo, and Savage. Randy Savage that survived. Greg Valentine yeah. was eliminated by yeah. Ronnie Garvin during mm-hmm. the match. So that was that was his kickoff, like his pay per view debut. Then he was in the Royal Rumble 1990, and that so this is like only the I think at this point it was the third Royal Rumble match, like yeah. And so, so they're still establishing it, but it was that's the first time that that spot where like they gang up on the big guy that I saw, yeah. and it was like yeah he's in there he's been dominant he eliminated Dusty Rhodes, like he was he was coming in there quite you know big threat, and all of a sudden they all start getting him they get him in the corner and they're all trying to lift him and it's like about six or seven of them, and they just tipped him over. <laughs> and it was like that felt like a, yeah and, and jesse ventura put that over big on the commentary you know like that is an yeah. achievement of like you know huge proportions like to get that man out it took and then jimmy hart's had it took five of them or however many it was with it. so it's like that really made him feel like yeah okay he's out but it's like it, t- it takes a lot to get him out he's a big threat yeah. so that that yeah even though he got a little that was that was a big another like step in making him feel like a real danger yeah and at this, I mean, at this point, he's been linked with Dino Bravo now. So it's like he's like kind of the right-hand man with Dino Bravo. Yeah. And then you had, so they, when he, Dino Bravo still in a feud with the Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental title at this point. Mm. And so he starts mixing up with like the Warrior 
yeah. a little bit more because he did the push-up contest. I don't think they'd had a match on TV at any point. Uh, I don't. I don't think the Warrior. No, so they, no. they wouldn't. They wouldn't have fought on TV like in, in a in a match. But they had instance. So like at, we're now at the same time, you're building towards the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Six. Yep. So you've got like, but the Ultimate Warrior still didn't continental champion in a feud with Dino Bravo, tying up those loose ends. So like Saturday Night's main event, Warrior fought Dino Bravo. Mm. And Earthquake got involved. Like so after the match, he attacks him and he's like, he's gonna do I think at that point he was gonna do a top rope splash or something on him. He's climbing to the top rope while the warrior's down and Hulk Hogan comes out, punches him off the top rope. I mean, it, it, uh, that bump, like for someone his size, he bumped off yeah. the top rope, punch, he come down slowly, like, whoo, <laughs> lovely, like bounced off it. So that got him sort of in the mix. And then like Hogan fought Dino Bravo on a episode of Superstar, something like that, and an earthquake came out, attacked Hogan, like after yeah. that. And then he was going to do the earthquake splash on Hogan, but Warrior came out and clotheslined. Yeah, so it's like they're saving each other, Hogan and Warrior, yeah. in the build-up to their match, but it means they're mixing up, like Earthquake's mixing up with Hogan and he's mixing up with Warrior. Mm. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really good for him. And then at WrestleMania 6, Earthquake fought Hercules. Ah. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why'd you laugh? <laughs> I thought it was, um, yeah, nothing, nothing much. Oh no, but I mean that and, and those those but times, again, they were they were quick. Like you it, Yeah, of course. You had a lot of matches. Good. WrestleMania was just like loaded with matches. Oh yeah. And it's, a lot of them would be in for five minutes or so. Well didn't there's the Heart Foundation versus is it uh Volkov and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, literally virtually nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just go in, pop, finish. But it was good. Day. I mean that, that's the thing. It's like I I oh, it's a good payday. It's a, it's a good payday for one thing, but also you you, you can say you're WrestleMania. You're WrestleMania. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, sometimes having those flash wins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it gets the crowd up. Yeah, obviously. like yeah, obviously King Kong Bundy did one at the first WrestleMania. Yeah. And yeah, and that one, I mean that was yeah, that, that could be a record. It was and, and <laughs> if it's done right, I mean that's the thing. If if you don't sit there like, oh, why did they do that to the Bolsheviks? Nah, yeah. Why did they bury the Bolsheviks? So like if you just watch it for what happened, you didn't expect that. Yeah. It's like they're singing the national anthem and Anvil's like holding his ears. <laughs> and yeah. they just jumped him and they put him out like boom, knocked one out, and heart attack, boom. It's like it's over. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. It, it was a moment. So I think yeah. sometimes if we just take the the booking head off as if, you know, like, oh, we're trying to book, why well, wouldn't do that? I wouldn't do that to Volkov and Zukov or whatever. And the thing is, these, not a bad way, these two weren't anything at the time anyway. No, and they're about to split up anyway. I mean, yeah, that's so... the thing. It's just, yeah, it was just like, you know, I think sometimes, yeah, like watching a, a boxing match or a UFC fight, sometimes they're over, like, boom, flash. Yeah. You don't say, why did you do that to us? <laughs> no one did that to him. He knocked him out. In this yeah. case, we should be trying to, yeah, pretend that, oh, that's, yeah, sometimes these things happen. Sometimes yeah. people do get sparked out. True. And obviously they jumped him. But anyway, that's, we digress. So Hercules yeah. and, and Earthquake, but WrestleMania's typically were short matches. And Hercules yeah. wasn't, uh, he was kind of on a downward. Still a big like, guy, though. Yeah. I mean, physically, physically yeah. big and guy. I, I, liked, I liked Hercules. And he did put up a good, yeah, he put up a good, fight against her oh, yeah. like he yeah. you know he busts his lip he you know yeah. he was like he was and the, the thing was like is he going to get him in the torture rack I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't think they called it that i think they called it the backbreaker nah. but for hercules but it was basically the torture rack that lex luger was using yeah and he did go for it at one point and earthquake just elbowed him he couldn't get he couldn't <laughs> get earthquake up yeah. and then earthquake gave him the he gave him the earthquake splash and mm. pinned him and then he gave him a, like another one after the match yeah offers yeah yeah so it's like that's a strong strong win for him over hercules hercules not a top top name any, at this point but at the same time he's beaten somebody who's like handy and yeah it's presented like i say danger he's collecting skulls yeah he's skulls. yeah oh. and later on in the same card he, he attacked Haxel from duggan after his match uh, yeah that's yeah. it 
Okay, I know he did something, but I forgot what he did. Yeah, so he came out there and he gave he gave Hacksaw some like earthquake splashes as well. Oh, Hacksaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like he had a strong WrestleMania, and then after yeah. the WrestleMania, it's like he's he's going to feud with Hulk Hogan because Hogan's lost the mm. WWF title to the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. And yeah, that that's that's that was his feud. So they had they had a brother love show again. Like all of this stuff, like I saw retrospect, but it's, yeah, it's it's a really it was a really like. It's a bit, yeah. It's put Hulk Hogan on the shelf. That was massive because, mm. yeah, King Kong Bundy and people like that had attacked him before and injured his ribs and stuff. But he was actually the way they present. So basically, they had the Brother Love show, yeah. And Brother Love was a was a hill, and like hill interviewer. Like you knew he's always like, yeah. I I used to hate. I love and, you. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Bruce Pritchard <laughs> as Brother Love, and as, as a kid. I used to hate when, like, say, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, my favourite wrestler, yeah. got on the Brother Love show. I, you felt like it's, ah, oh, you're getting set up. Anytime you go on the Brother Love show, like, typically, good guys are getting jumped. I was like, no. <laughs> you know, like, your, your kid eyes like, no, don't yeah. go to Hacksaw. You, so, you, you would think most of these guys will figure out, like, as, as you're walking, yeah. look, like, look around, like, make sure, okay, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you talk those, to okay. those are the angles used to happen on Brother Love show. Like, somebody, yeah. like, you know, gets jumped or whatever. So, Hogan... Hogan was on the Brother Love show. It was supposed to be him and Earthquake, I think, both on it. Yeah. Jimmy Hart's there, and he's like, yeah, like Hogan's confronting Jimmy Hart, like giving him the giving him the fingers, gonna you know, the, Jimmy Hart's mouthing off to him, saying about he's washed up, he's all that, and then Earthquake come up behind him with a chair, whacked him in the back with a chair, yeah. and then he gave him like the earthquakes on the on the stage, like yeah. multiple earthquakes, and and Hogan's like carried out on the stretcher, he's you know, he's all like like crumpled up he's got the cross like over his, yeah it's like he's and earthquake did the thing where he's like he put his foot on him and did the hogan ear pose yeah I that. yeah <laughs> so then they then they played it like uh like hogan might retire yeah and they gave you that very dramatic uh video like again i watched it in retrospect and i thought that was brilliant like the way they they made that you know like it's showing like all of his uh glory days and stuff oh, yeah with the with the theme like a real American, but it's just the yeah. instrumental. It's like not all pumped, just like and then all of a sudden it goes all like sinister as earthquakes like giving him the attack. Like really, it was excellent, excellent video they put together, and it's like I think people, this was 1990, not 2020, 1990. I mean, it's a simple, yeah, it was it was just simple like no graphics or anything. It's literally just yeah, but set to music and just the drama and that the points were hit. And then at the end, it closes like his locker closes, like his gear is in the in the locker and the locker closes. That's to say, yeah, is he done? And so they they had people like sending letters in, like get well soon, Hulk. You know, please come back. Apparently that was a that was a little ploy that they they got people. People's addresses, like mailing address, but that's where they start sending merchandise catalogs and stuff. Smart, yeah, Smart. it's like marketing. <laughs> and you had yep. tug, tugboat, who it was new on the scene, like yeah. encouraging Hogan to come back, and he's like, he's you know getting people to support Hulk Hogan, getting like real wristbands <laughs> <laughs> going on. <laughs> oh boy! So yeah, nay folks, nay <laughs> tugboat. <laughs> I know that yeah, he's his best buddy, the, the sailor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so but yeah, so this happened in like May, May of nineteen ninety. He was put on the shelf, and then in July, I think is when he like he had a little, yeah, you know, he used to do the update with Mean Gene or Lord Elton yeah. Hayes, and then it's like he's he starts off the back, yeah, like the promo. He's like he's filming, he's saying about yeah, he's got a, he's looking all somber, like he's gonna tell you like some bad 
bad news. And he's uh, got something. Hell no, I'm not retiring. And he's saying about he's going to come back and fight the earthquake mm. at SummerSlam. So that's that was that was it. Hogan's back. Um, yeah, him and him and Earthquake going to fight at SummerSlam 1990 in Philadelphia. Mm. And that's kind of where I pick up. Like that's where I started watching. Okay, so, yeah. That was my my first pay per view that I watched. Mm. And I mean, in that one, so you had the backstage promos and you did have like Earthquake talking about the attack on the Brother Love show and, and they showed the yeah. clip of him just jumping on him. So that's where I first saw this angle. But mm-hmm. I didn't see it unfold. Like we all that stuff we talked about, I've seen retrospectively. Same. But at the time, like this is where I picked up. So Earthquake was this dark, like dangerous guy. He'd, obviously, he fought Hogan. I thought that was a really good match with Hulk Hogan. I, I actually liked it. Mm. I liked it. Told a great story. That's the thing. And, you know, I, yeah, part of it would be nostalgia because like I said, my first pay-per-view. And it's when I first was introduced to the WWF. So watching that, yeah, that was the, that was what the co-main event that and Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude in the cage. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. So this wasn't the last match of the card, but it was a bit. I mean, yeah, to be. You know, fair, what I hate, I hate, I hate that. Yeah, I think I've said it before, people. Warrior was a champion. He was a main event. I know Hogan's Hulk Hogan, but at the same time, but he was. No, but, new... but to be fair, Warrior was on last. He did go on last, but at the same what, time... What, weren't you the one who keeps talking about, it doesn't matter about going on last, what's the real main event? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get your point. I mean, technically, they were both billed as the main event, and Ultimate Warrior went on last, so you could kind of say that was given main event billing. But the the feud with Hogan and Earthquake overshadowed Ultimate Felt Warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, and I think that was unfair to the Ultimate Warrior's like, title reign. Yeah. For people to say like it was a flop. That definitely... So he should have got the feud with Earthquake if you wanted to oh, make yeah. him the new like top guy. Look, we like recruit. Don't mm. know, we like recruit, but at oh, the yeah. time, Earthquake as a commodity in terms of oh, yeah. how they build him was bigger than recruit. Well, you you look, know, definitely, yeah. And you look at it as like he's the man who put uh, Hulk Hogan on the shelf. If, the, if yeah. he now fights the Ultimate Warrior, it's like mm, this is the guy who took out Hulk Hogan. True. Which even though Warrior beat him, this guy put him out. So mm. it's like this is this is huge. If the Warrior beats Earthquake and he gets to avenge Hulk Hogan, that's true. Which would make him a hero. It's like it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't doing Warrior any favors. No. Yeah. yeah and Rick Rude, like I said, Rick Rude was good, but it, we was, like him. it was a rehash. Like it was a rehash of the feud they had. And he wasn't, yeah, as, as he was still a strong hill, but Earthquake was this new monster hill that would have been perfect for, for the Warrior to, yeah. to slay. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing is that match with Hogan. I liked it. Yeah, really good I like match. It. I remember the drama because it's like when Hogan's trying to slam him during the match and he mm. can't do it. And Roddy Piper on commentary is like saying, No, you like you fool. <laughs> like, don't <laughs> don't do it. Like, yeah, and it's over. And they really make it feel like it's over. You know, mm. like Vincent Mann also like, like the one of the greatest careers of all time is coming to an end. And like he runs off, he does the earthquake splash, and Hogan kicked out. So yeah. I think that's the first time I remember the Hulk Hogan kick out and power up the Hulk up. Yeah. That's my first one because it's like oh, yeah, yeah, earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. like yeah, like and I I bought into it at the time when he gives him the earthquake splash, like one, two, he kicked out, and he's doing the, he had the shake of the head, and and he starts yeah, he does the power up on earthquake, but he didn't pin earthquake in that match. No, he no. didn't pin. It. I mean, again, retrospectively, I saw some VHS tape, Hulkamania Forever, and he had a match with earthquake before, I think it was just after WrestleMania, it's before he was put out of action, and he pinned uh, earthquake on that, so he did get okay. wins over, but on TV. Yeah, Earthquake hasn't been pinned, uh, and he didn't pin him at SummerSlam. He he body slammed him on the table. Yeah, at ringside and, and got a count out win. Yeah, it was a bit of a Lex Luger Yokozuna moment. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> at least it worked worked for the title. But it's like that was a win. You know, like, it's yeah. like that's the big win. I got a count out win over him. Woo! And 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 even Piper said, but that don't mean nothing. <laughs> like yeah, like. <laughs> 
Piper was almost like a heel commentator at that time, but he was yeah. face. But he yeah. really, he really like rag on like the Warrior and Hogan. Still, yeah. he still gave him a hard time. But he was, yeah. But it made sense. A bit like Jesse Ventura, where mm. Jesse Ventura sometimes with his criticisms, he's kind of on, he's, he's on point. It's kind of got, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not just being a heel. Like Bobby Heenan would just criticize, yeah, just for the sake of it because he's a heel. But someone like Jesse Ventura and Roddy Piper, although Roddy Piper weren't a heel, but Jesse Ventura especially, he would give him a hard time. Sometimes mm. but it's like he actually put sense into it, and he would sometimes give him credit if need be. Yeah. But yeah, so he he beat Earthquake, and then, even then, I mean, the thing is, afterwards, Earthquake come back in the ring. He picks Hogan up by the throat because you had so in in Earthquake's corner, he's got Dino Bravo and Jimmy Hart like normal. Yeah. And Hogan was supposed to have Tugboat in his corner for the SummerSlam match, but then Earthquake put Tugboat out of action <laughs> in the run up to yeah. SummerSlam with the Earthquake yeah. flashes. So he stretched out. He's out yeah. now. He's injured. He's on the shelf. Mm. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan like came out to. Because he was having like a little bit of a mini feud with Earthquake during it. Yeah. But yeah, so Tugboat was out and then the big boss man stepped in to replace Tugboat as Hulk Hogan's corner man. Your guy. My guy, yeah. <laughs> my second favourite at that time. So yeah, yeah, so you had Earthquake's got like they're brawling at ringside. Like Hogan slams him on the table, gets back in the ring, gets the can out win. He's yeah. celebrating and Earthquake comes back in, attacks him, Boom. lifts yeah. him up with the choke and he won't let him go. Like yeah. you know, double handed choke, and then the boss man comes in with this. weren't even a normal steel chair, it was like some stool or something. Oh, yeah. And he whacked it, you could hear it bang, Ooh. bang, bang. And he got these marks all across his back. Yeah. Oh, see, like it made him look like a monster, like he don't he won't let him go. Yeah. And eventually he puts him down, he's just looking at the boss man, and then he walks away. Like boss man gets his nightstick out, twirls yeah. it, and an earthquake leaves. It was like that <laughs> made that made like yeah, like earthquake still. Oh yeah. He's still dangerous, it's still a threat. And I'm like, sure backstage he was like, "You bastard!" Ah, yeah, you. Sh- you sh- I mean, that's the thing. They did the backstage interview afterwards. Like, look, look, look. Yeah, Jimmy Hart's like shut pointing to it. It's like these massive rig scratches, like across yeah. the wall. Uh, yeah, and I remember because I remember like watching the TV after that, and they would, yeah, you still they would mention it and stuff. So mm. It really felt like, yeah, it felt like a big deal. Mm. So, and and he had, he didn't get beat. He didn't lose yeah. to Hogan outright. Like he got beat, but it was a count out loss. So he still maintained. Yeah, like Hogan still hasn't really fully conquered him. Yeah. So the feud carried on. They went to Survivor Series, where it was the natural mm. disaster. That was Earthquake's nickname, the, na- the walking natural disaster, they used to call That's it. That's it, yeah. Yeah, the natural disa- disaster Earthquake. So the walking natural disaster, that's what it was like, his little bit of a tag tagline. And then the tag, the team he had for Survivor Series that he capped in was the natural disasters. Mm. Obviously, it became his tag team later, but at that point, it was the yeah. Survivor Series team. So it was, uh, originally, it was going to be Earthquake, Rick Rude, Barbarian, and Dino Bravo. Yeah. And, and then in the build up to the Survivor Series, Rick Rude got legitimately well, like he left. Yeah. In the storyline he was suspended for insulting the boss man's mother. <laughs> <laughs> so now, folks, 1990 people <laughs> <laughs> these days you can you can you can you can run over with a car. I, I tell you, you, you wouldn't have got you wouldn't have got nowhere. You would have you would have made any pay per views with the way you <laughs> you want to always go after families. Oh my gosh, no Rick way. Rude insulting the mum. Got, got him like so in storyline he was suspended by Jack Tunney so yeah. Haku took his place that's a natural like, disaster again Haku's good Haku's yeah good. yeah I mean Rick Rude was the one who had the few, so basically Big Boss Man was shooting with the Heenan family because of yeah. Bobby Heenan had been making comments about his mum and then mm. Rick Rude yeah it was like his right hand man so if Boss yeah. Man was going to fight that like, he was in a feud with Rick Rude yeah but it kind of became he's in a feud with the Heenan family so Haku took Rick Rude's place so on mm. the on the Hulkamaniacs team that fought the natural disaster it was Hulk Hogan Big Boss Jim Man, Duggan. Tugboat, and Jim Duggan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, that was Survivor Series that year. Again, Earthquake didn't get uh, pinned in that. He no. got double count out with Tugboat. He was, so Tugboat was back on the back now. 
he was back in action mm. after all that. I mean, and that's another match, like on Saturday night's main event. I remember seeing Hulk Hogan and Tugboat versus Riverman Blues. Honky Tonk okay. Man and Greg Valentine. So yeah. that was like the first Saturday night's main event. Like I, I didn't, it's not the first one, actually. I'd, so I did see a Saturday night's main event back in like April of 1990, like just catching yeah. bits of it because I wasn't watching it properly then. Yeah. I remember seeing, and I think on that Saturday night's main event, Earthquake fought Hillbilly Jim. Okay. Now, I didn't see that match, like, because again, I just, like, you would flick over and, and sit and I'd see. I remember seeing the Rockers versus Heart Foundation match from that one. Yeah. And Hulk Warrior versus Haku. I don't remember mm. seeing Earthquake versus Hillbilly Jim, but I remember my brother Scott would tell yeah. me about that match and Hillbilly Jim's punching him in the belly. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so basically, like, the first proper Saturday night's main event that I knew was coming on and I was watching it, like, okay, we're going to watch Saturday night's main event. Mm. was this one and it was Hogan and Tugboat versus Rhythm and Blues and an mm. earthquake came out during the match and it was like his real drama like oh no like earthquake's coming out so they really like he really had that presence about him like he's a threat he's so mm. he's so dangerous you know like Hogan is in peril yeah the earthquake um Survivor Series like he see so he he just brawled with Tugboat mm. and they both got counted out so again he wasn't he wasn't conquered by Hogan yet even in that Survivor Series where it's Hulkamaniacs versus Natural Disasters yeah and so then we get to the Royal Rumble of 1991, where it comes down to like Earthquake and Hogan as the last two. Yeah. Royal Rumble match. So they had their little mini match. And really, that was kind of the blow off for their feud because that was, they didn't have any more real interactions no. on TV after that. It's like, and obviously he didn't pin him, but he, he body slammed Earthquake and then he clotheslined him from behind over the top rope. And Earthquake yeah. was eliminated. So Hogan won his second Royal Rumble and he conquered yeah. Earthquake. So that, that's kind of like, but he never, on TV, he never actually pinned Earthquake. Surprise, isn't it? You think about it? Yeah. They never, I mean, yeah. And then Hogan went on to fight Sergeant Slaughter. So that was the end of his feud with Earthquake. He's now mm. going after the WWF title. And then Earthquake was kind of, uh, he, he was, he was a yeah. like, as a singles guy. He had a match with Greg Valentine, who'd left the Hart like, family, like Hart, Jimmy Hart's stable. Yeah. He fell out of him. So, like, he fought Earthquake at WrestleMania 7. And Earthquake beat mm. quite a quick match. And yeah. And then he, and then he was, uh, I don't know if you you see this one where they were they were building up for like Andre the Giant. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was like who's going to manage him? Like, like mm. 1991. So obviously he hadn't wrestled since WrestleMania six on TV. Like he was gone yeah. from the WWF, mm. but he started reappearing. He made a, like appearance just before WrestleMania seven. He made appearance at WrestleMania seven. Yep. So it was like it, Andre, all, like he's in his uh, flowery shirt. Ah, yeah. He's <laughs> come out in those shirts. He's like in, and trousers, and he's all like coming out just strolling into the ring. So yeah. at that point, he was, yeah, he was kind of like, I think on the UK Rampage tour, he came out like to support the Rockers against the Orient Express with Mr. Fuji. So he's like in their mm. corner. So he was like, he was just, they were just using him in different like roles. Just like, yeah, to see where he, but not as a wrestler. Mm. We'll pause it there now. Pick it up, get kicked off. Yep. Yep. So yeah, you did like see every week they're trying to, Different managers are trying to recruit Andre. You had like Mr. Fuji in a restaurant and <laughs> Sherry, like sensational Sherry's trying to sort of like come on to him yeah. to, to entice him. And obviously Bobby Heenan was still. He's got it, really. Well, like, yeah, he he's the one who'd managed him last and when Andre turned face. So it's like yeah. he, he'd rejected him on, pri on prime time and stuff. So he's like, oh, and Slick as well was trying uh, to yeah. So all the managers were. And then, then you had like Jimmy Hart saying about how he's got a big like surprise and mm. he's going to an outline on superstars so he comes out and he's you know he's with earthquake and he was talking about so he's basically saying like you know andre the giant like he signed andre the giant and he's that's going to be a team andre the mm. giant and earthquake 
So Andre comes yeah. to the ring and he's like, and, and Mean Gene said, I want to hear it from Andre. And then Gene's like, hey, he's like, yeah, Andre, you, you, know, like, you managed, managed by him. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, Jimmy Hart's calling him a liar. He's like, don't you call me a liar. Okay. <laughs> and he's like shaking him. And then uh, Jimmy Hart dropped his megaphone while he's being sort of sh- shook and an earthquake behind him picks up mm. the megaphone. I mean, the thing is, you see like the size, earthquake's massive, but the size of it, like Andre like did draw. <sighs> But he come out, he clipped his knee. Because obviously, yeah. Andre, yeah, Andre had, in real life, he would have been struggling to walk. Oh, so gosh, he, yeah. He clipped his knee with a megaphone. Mm. And then he was dropping, like, elbows on the leg. Mm. And space, yeah, and Andre's, like, in in agony. So mm. it was like, yeah, it was a big thing. Because obviously, Andre the Giant is Andre the Giant. Yeah. So even though, yeah, he's well past his prime and stuff like that, he's still been so protected, like, to, mm. to put Andre in peril. And, and you know, in, in a situation like that, it's like Earthquake has, has crippled Andre the Giant. Yeah, so that was that was like he's his thing, and Andre would come out with crutches, like reappear, like so he's yeah. now. And that's the thing. I mean, at that time, you figured that he, yeah, he might come back to. I don't know if that was ever the plan for him to actually have a match with Earthquake. I'd I'd imagine not that they didn't really intend for him to actually wrestle again. Because when did he die? He died what? Is it early '93? Isn't it? Yeah, January '93. Yeah, but I know yeah. at this time, I know that because even if you look at him, he he looked like he was he was gone. He looked like yeah, he was... I mean, yeah. Even in his last matches, like he wasn't, yeah, that last match at that WrestleMania six, he didn't yeah. get in the ring, like really to wrestle. He, like at it's that sad, point, though. it is sad, sad, but yeah, at that point, he was like leaning on the ropes and stuff to do moves. That's why he was like, he would have them down, he'd lean on the ropes and sit on them. Yeah. It was very, yeah, he was very becoming quite immobile, which is sad. Yeah. And he apparently was in a lot of pain. So I don't think he would have been able to do, yeah. They, I don't know if they would have wanted to put him in an actual match match at that point. Mm. So maybe that was always the intention to just have him like as as a corner man and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and kind of feud by proxy. So you had you had that that angle like Earthquake put Andre on the shelf, and then there was a six man tag on Superstars. It was Earthquake and the Nasty Boys mm. against Tugboat and the Bushwhackers. So yeah. obviously Earthquake and Tugboat have been having their their feud linked to Hogan over yeah. the years. They're like, yeah, on and off, off rivals. Yeah. And yeah, join a match, Tugboat don't want to tag in. <laughs> He's not tagging in. And then one point, like he, yeah, he finally comes in and then he double crosses the Bushwhackers. Mm. Uh, and then he, yeah, so he's like, he attacks the Bushwhackers. He gives them the splash. Earthquake gives them the earthquake and he wins. That the, <laughs> the Hill team win and then they hug. So it's like yeah. now Tugboat's joined up with Earthquake and Jimmy Hart. Yeah. And that's where they rebrand, like renamed him Typhoon. Mm-hmm. And the tag team was a natural disasters, and they were basically like the presentation was saying, yeah, like obviously Jimmy Hart had um, tried to recruit Andre the Giant and put him with Earthquake, and that was going to be like this dominant tag team, and now he's got, but that yeah, that didn't work, so now he's got Typhoon, and that's going to be like this this like it's basically the idea is that they'll keep the tag team belts on the Nasty Boys forever because you've got to go through yeah. the natural disasters to get to the Nasty Boys. That's what oh they're yeah implying. But within a short time, Nasty Boys dropped the tag team belts to the Legion of Doom. I was so, gonna say, you know, you know, even about you know, even I would say at that time, you know, better me obviously. Did you think that like the Nasty Boys was, was gonna lose to the Legion of Doom, or did you think like maybe yeah. like, the Heart Foundation might, you know, come back or something like that? Or no, because no, because Brett had gone into singles at that point, so I knew, I knew that. No, no. Yeah, like, like, did you think basically? Because I, I obviously at the time, obviously I've read magazines and everything. Um, Magazines I saw was basically saying about how they was hoping like you know the standards would come from WCW and might face like the Nazi boys or something like that, or was it always from what no. you saw like yeah yeah it, beat them. even then even without like yeah magazines and all that stuff and being like an insider 
like having inside yeah. knowledge, you know, like from from magazines and backstage news, yeah. you could kind of see that, like, yeah, the Legion of Doom were the team. The team, yeah. So it's like, you know, now the Heart Foundation have lost to the Nasty Boys. They've dropped the belts to them. And Anvil's gone on commentary now. Brett's gone into yeah. singles. It's like yeah. the Heart Foundation are done. It's the Legion of Doom that are now after the Nasty Boys. And you think, oh, I can't see how the Nasty Boys are going to survive the Legion of Doom. <laughs> no. Because they were like fluky type tag team champions, really. They, they, they used did, to get beaten up a lot. Yeah. They, <laughs> they looked outclassed by like the Bulldog, uh, by the Heart Foundation. Oh, dramatically. <laughs> yeah, it's like it going into that match, it was like a fluke. They'd won it to get that title shot. They'd won a tag team battle royal on Superstars. Yeah. And it was only because like Power and Glory had been eliminated and then they pulled out, they knocked out Hawk. Like yeah. illegally caused him to be eliminated. So Nasty Boys were about to get Doomsday device. Yep. And then it's like, they've won. It's like, what? This this new team that's like, yeah, these punks that aren't really, <laughs> it's like, ah, they're getting the tag team title shot. And then it's like the Heart Foundation just look like they're, yeah, they're outclassed. Yeah, no, I think it's, I, I, yeah. I, I, know, I, I know it's, uh, I know this is about the earthquake, not the earthquake, it's about earthquake. But I have to say, that match with the Nazi Boys and Heart Foundation for me was one of one of the best tag matches I've, I've, I've seen in terms of psychology, just in terms of all around sheerness. Mm. And the thing is, the Nasty Boys was a very good tag team. They they weren't they were uh, people may say oh they weren't great workers, but for what they did, I like them. I like their promos, just everything about them. I like them. And like I said, the Heart Foundation was beating them senseless. See, to, to me, they felt very much similar to how I felt with Sergeant Slaughter at that time. Uh, Not really like good like up there. Really, it's like they're fair enough. They didn't come across as like genuinely good enough. Really, it was like they fluked their way into it. They're yeah, they're scrappers. Oh yeah, look, look, look. to me, I also know scrappers. Like, again, mm. they'll get beaten up, but they could yeah. also beat you, you felt like for me, I felt like the Half Foundation should have definitely beaten them. I was thinking the Legion oh, of Doom was definitely going to beat them. It's like they're yeah. not; they're far from the top tag team. That's how it felt like as a fan, like non, okay. non like yeah, like oh, I I like these wrestlers, but it's like this is how oh, I, okay. yeah, the yeah. presentation to me was like the Nasty Boys are notches below the best tag teams. They shouldn't really be the champions, but they've they've managed to scam their way in. No, what, what, what do you call that? What do you call that? And I, you always talk about you hate when basically people just what coast fluking. What I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it felt like fluky, like yeah, and it's like you are obviously that that adds like the heat. It's like it's like, it's like them saying, okay, well, for example, yeah, we're never the champions. Oh yeah, but you keep cheating. Yeah, but I'm still a champion. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, ethically, it's not right. It's like, you yeah. should be there on your merits. Like, people are helping you yeah. get there. And it's like, That's you're it. not really good enough. Yeah. So, finally, someone will, yeah, will, will expose you that you're yeah. not you're not good enough kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, like, to me, like, there were so many teams, the Rockers and all those oh, guys, like, yeah. to me, were better than the Nasty Boys. I mean, they're better than the Bushwhackers. That's probably what I oh, like. That's, that's what my, like, the young fan in me was like, okay, they're better yeah. than the Bushwhackers, but that's about it. Yeah. Maybe Orient Express. I liked Orient Express. Like, yeah, they, were, yeah, okay. yeah. they weren't successful. No, I was like, yeah, they're in a bracket with them. Like, they're not. Mm. They're not up the, the real strong top tag teams. The best tag teams were like Rockers, Heart Foundation, Legion of Doom. To mm. me, and even Rockers, like, yeah, they couldn't always win. No, but they were definitely like, you know, better to me. Yeah. So yeah, so really, the Nasty Boys were presented as kind of like fluky. Weekly oh. champions, like they're gonna they're gonna come unstuck when they fight the Legion of Doom. So mm. Earthquake and Typhoon at that same SummerSlam where the Nasty Boys lost to the Legion of Doom. Yep. They had their like pay-per-view debut as a team against mm. the Bushwhackers, based on the, like, the term. <laughs> and they yeah. beat the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers had Andre oh, the Giant in their corner. Yeah. On, on crutches. But they they beat the Bushwhackers, like yeah, as you'd expect. Yeah. And then they would come out, they're gonna like attack Andre. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they come, yeah, like they start squaring up at him at ringside. And Andre's got his crutch. And yeah, he's trying to defend himself, but it's like he's going to be in trouble. And all of a sudden, yeah. you see the Legion of Doom come down the aisle. <laughs> and then they stand to square off with the natural disaster. So they haven't won the tag team belts yet. This is earlier in no. the half. It's before yeah. they beat the nasty boys, but it's like they had that square off with the natural disasters. So it's mm. like, ooh, you know, like these, this big, like, hill monster tag team. Mm. And then you've got the Legion of Doom, like, can stand up to them. Yeah. So, yeah. And then they won the tag team belts. It's like now Legion of Doom beat the nasty boys. Now their tag team feud is with the natural disasters. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they did the promo backstage about seeing them, like, uh, when it's like two on one jump Andre. So they came down mm. to even up the odds. It's like they talked about it before they went to fight the, the nasty boys. Mm. So it's like that's that's their feud now so then they yeah it was and that's the thing it felt like a clash of the titans you know mm. two two big you know in different ways at least legion doom were muscle men oh, yeah. last were big you know giants like fat guys yeah. but it, it still felt they weren't they would they were dangerous so it's mm. like oh you can feel that's that's a team yeah like that's a threat for the legion of doom mm. so that but that's when them two teams fight that's gonna be big that's how it felt so mm. then you got to yeah you went into uh Survivor Series 91. Yep. And then you had uh, this. I mean, it's fine. We didn't actually touch on this one, actually, that in that same year. Just quickly on that. Another one I know what you're going to talk about. I, no, I'm sorry. Yeah? What am I going to talk about? In Japan? No, no. We, we oh, okay. on that. No, I was going to say about the feud with Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah! <laughs> that happened in between, like, the Andre the Giant uh, yeah. stuff. So he was feuding, like, he had a match with Jake on Superstar Scheduled. The bird of happened. Yeah, he, he squashed yeah. the snake. That was nothing. He, put, yeah. he killed the snake with the earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that, I'm surprised we glossed over that. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that was See, big. That was big. I knew about, obviously, the, 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 the thing in Japan. I was going to talk about that one. Yeah. But I literally, as you mentioned, oh, yeah, the, the bird. No, yeah. I was, I was referencing the Jake thing because, obviously, at the Survivor Series, he was on Jake's team. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to handle the one about Koji Katao? Oh, God. In Japan. So again, this is all this is all retrospective people. So I know they talked about how the WBF had a show in Japan. Yeah. And it was supposed to be oh, what was his name again? Is it um Kiyoshi? Koji Kitel. Kitel. Koji Kitel. Kitel, sorry. Yeah. Um Kitel. He'd he'd wrestled and... at WrestleMania seven. They they yes. had him, him and Tenru. That's it. Yeah. Against demolition. So yeah, see, so and then they, they were doing these joint shows with the SWS was Tenru's promotion in Japan, yeah. combined with the WWF. So it was like a mix. Of WWF guys with Japanese wrestlers, you'd have like Hogan, mm. Legion of Doom. I think it was there was a match was like Hogan and Tenru against Legion of Doom on one of those. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so they they would go. They had like a bit of a collaboration going. Mm. And just for again, this is from the, the the sources and the video from what I've seen. They talked about basically, um, say, keep going Kito. Say Katel. Katel. Didn't Kito. Katel. Say. Cattell basically said that how he was he wasn't really wanting to sell for earthquake and mm. he basically refused to kind of do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and again, again, I haven't seen this, but I know in the um, I know in uh, what's it called it? Oh, what's the name again? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, not 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 Meltzer. Who's the other one again? Not Meltzer. Uh, bold guy, Jewish guy, small guy. Um. Hit his own magazine. Oh, Bill Apter. Bill Apter, that's it. Because I know, I know, I used to have a few Bill Apter ones. I know mm. they basically talked about how, like, um, Keto, Keto. I, I call him Keto. Keto Katow. basically went. <laughs> I'll correct you every time. <laughs> Thank you. Katow basically went on. Went on Mike basically was like, you know, telling them basically that it's it's fake wrestling. You know, wrestling's fake and everything. Yeah. And you know, you guys basically, you you, you know, it's a sham. Blah blah blah. blah. And just for the, again, other information basically talks about how 
um, basically the Japanese wrestlers and the WWF wrestlers wants to fight him. Mm. And after that, after the, you know, he got let go. But Bret Hart, from Bret Hart's book, he basically talks about how, you know, Earthquake defended himself. Yeah. And, you know, really, you know, stood up for himself. But it's like, they talk about how Earthquake was a very kind, gentle guy that he really didn't want to fight. He, he didn't want to yeah. do anything. But... but he was being uncooperative, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't, wouldn't do anything with him. Mm. And the thing, of it, think about it. This is at a time where, again, Japanese wrestlers have always been taken as serious. Mm. It was like a big no-no. It's like wrestling's fake, wrestling's like, <laughs> yeah, because he was actually he was a sumo. Uh, yeah, he was. He'd been a sumo stand. So I think he something to do with the sumo. I think I don't know if it was uh, like a maybe earthquakes level or was like, I think his achievement different was levels. different. It might have been something like that where yeah. he felt like earthquake isn't like in the same no bracket that he was in or something like that. Something like that. So he did. Yeah, see, because isn't there like uh, is it like Yokozuna? Yokozuna, yeah, Yokozuna's Osiko, grand champion. Yeah. Sikowati, Sikowati, what's it called? Komushibi. Like, I know there's like different levels. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was a grand champion. He might have been a grand champion. Uh, he's a, he was a sumo stance, so maybe it's like he reached higher levels of sumo and he, he was offended that he's got to make Earthquake look good or something like that. I mean, is that, it was wrong. It was totally wrong. Yeah, I think that was, that was his, uh, like, a, some sort of, like, <laughs> weird logic he had. Which caused mm. it to like unravel, and he didn't want to cooperate with with Earthquake, and then yeah, yeah, it sort of fell apart. Have you seen it? I've seen, yeah, I've seen it years ago. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was just awkward. I mean, it never turned into like a full on like yeah, punching it out or yeah, it just, oh, no, no, no. It just became awkward, you know, like and and like say uh, Earthquake sort of asserted himself. Yeah, good as well. Mm. Mm. But the Jake one. Yeah, so Jake, yeah, I mean, the Jake, yeah, <laughs> it, that, that was a big angle that but kind of got aborted because he, let's say, he put, he put, um, he, he killed Damien Snake, yeah, in the story. <laughs> they, 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 they switched, they switched the bag. I mean, it's a very well done angle. Oh, and yeah, I mean, that's Jake, Jake's phenomenal, like, and he's acting as well, mm. like the way he, you know, he could tell that story. And it's just a clever way they did it because he's like, he come out, he's trying to, like, yeah, he's frightening an earthquake with a snake, mm. and then he's told to put it under the ring, so he does, and they've obviously switched the bag, and then it. Earthquake brings the bag out himself, and it's that one been filled with like burger meat and stuff. And then he yeah. he ties Jake up in the ropes, makes him watch as he squashes the snake with the earthquake. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Jake's yeah, like in tears and just like yeah, you know, just frantic that he can't get yeah. out to to stop it. And then mm. so that's yes, it's like Earthquake's killed his snake. Jake gets a bigger snake, <laughs> like yeah. Lucifer, like oh, yeah. Damien's big brother. Yep. And so that's where they were going with it. Then they they did the angle where uh, Typhoon joined up with Earthquake, so it's like, he's still, but he's technically still in a few with Jake the Snake, but then Jake turned heel on the Ultimate mm. Warrior. So it just kind of got forgotten. Yeah, like, Earthquake's gone into tag teams now. Jake the Snake's turned heel, and he's feuding with the Ultimate Warrior, who then just left, so then it became Randy Savage. Mm. So it was kind of forgotten. So by Survivor Series, we forget the fact that <laughs> Earthquake killed Jake Snake, and they're on the same team. Jake's his team captain. I was going to say that. I never actually saw the segment with the burger thing. Mm. Like, did you see that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be quite funny. So when that we, like... when we watched, when I watched it, like as it was happening on the, on the TV, the, like the weekly show, they yeah. cut away. So basically, you know what he's about to do. He does the jump. You know, like because earthquake when he did the earthquake splash, he used to jump around. Oh yeah. He used to jump around, like around the opponent on the floor, jump around him, like, like yeah. doing the tremors, the earthquake tremors, and then he would run off the ropes and do the earthquake splash. So he started mm. doing the jump. So you know what he's going to do, and he starts running off the ropes. 
and Vince is like, no, you know, like, and then they cut yeah. to, to Sean Mooney in the event center. Yeah. And he's like pulling his face. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, like, yeah, this what well, yeah. So basically it's like they are censoring it for you because mm. it's graphic, you know, like you're killing the snake. So we didn't see it, you knew, but it, the implication, and then they'd cut back and he's just getting off the snake. So, you know, he's yeah. done it. Um, yeah, but Did I you think, see the second one afterwards? I think I have. I'm, I haven't seen it. I'm saying that. I haven't either, seen either it's a Mandela effect, or I actually did. See, I think they. Yeah, I have. I think it's because I, 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 I know they talked. I'm thinking the there is one where. Yeah. It's like what he gave. He gave Vince, Bobby Union, and Lord oh, Alfred Hayes burgers. Said, yeah, it's that like Quake Burger. I haven't seen yeah. that one. But no, I've, I've, I've heard. I've heard it. I've heard. Yeah, it. I mean the actual the actual angle that happened. Like you don't know. Oh it, no, no, I'm seeing no, no. They use burger. That's apparently what they use is actual like meat, like sausages or something like that. Yeah, like sausage meat or burger meat, something like that in in the bag. To simulate, yeah, to give the impression uh, of it. Makes but, sense. but then yeah. enough, yeah. I mean, he didn't open the bag or anything like that. Like Jake, Jake opened the bag himself. Like you don't show, you don't see what's in it. He looks and it's like, oh, and he pushes it away. You know, like yeah, that he's just seen like he's he's dead snake. But then mm. yeah, like on on an episode of Prime Time where it, it used to be a studio show. Yeah. So they they have like Vince McMahon, Bobby Heenan, like hosting it in a studio, and then they'd go to throw it to the matches. Yeah. So like, and they have guests on it, and the earthquake was on there with a chef's hat on. <laughs> making burgers. Is, I haven't seen it, but I, I can picture my head. I've, se- I've seen the clips of it. Yeah, and Vince gets, <laughs> Vince gets angry and storms up, like knocks the tray of like burgers, whacks it up because it's like he's yeah. like they were eating them, and then they, then like Earthquake reveals that they're Damien, they're the snake, and then Vince, so what, Vince McMahon Vince, in what 1990, 1991 was basically still acting like a tough guy against Earthquake. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's he's an angry, he's annoyed. <laughs> Bam, and he just hit the tray up and stormed off. Like what, like, what did Earthquake do? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Vince was outraged that that yeah. he's basically feeding them, feeding them the snake. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a little. I mean, I, yeah, that was a little segment they did, like following up on it. Uh, but it it did. It got aborted, like an aborted angle, really, in the end, because there was no payoff to them. Um, yeah. Yeah, to the feud because they just went the separate way. And then let's say that was one of the the problems with yeah, they they didn't put like um attention to that. And sometimes you did, even as even as a kid, I'm looking at that. Like, why is it? Why would they team up? Why would like Jake and Earthquake be on the same side? Yeah. Even though Jake's a hill now, like yeah. this, guy, this guy killed your snake. Yeah, but yeah, you know, they they were on the team uh, going into Survivor Series, which mm. ended up being a three on three one. Mm. It was originally supposed to be like Sid Justice captain the team with Big Boss Man Legion of Doom mm. against uh, Jake the Snake's team with IRS and the Natural Disasters. Because yeah. yeah, like Survivor Series, they would match enemies up. On each team, so like Legion oh, yeah. were feuding with the Natural Disasters, so that was the that was their link. But mm. it's yeah, it turned into be like like a a six man elimination match because it was Jake. Mm. Jake was uh, out because he used the snake like on Randy Savage, and Sid yeah. was injured. So it's like they didn't replace the part the partner, so it ended up being a three on three. And an earthquake got eliminated. He got was he walked out. That's it. Typhoon yeah. Typhoon got accidentally hit by IRS's briefcase. <laughs> he was holding yeah. him and, and yeah and, and they ducked and he accidentally hit Typhoon and then Earthquake's angry because Typhoon got pinned and then mm. he walks off with Typhoon and these yeah. uh, these IRS to deal with Legion of Doom on his own yeah. and, he, and then, so they lost that one yeah and then yeah so then we get to the Royal Rumble 92 which was Legion of Doom versus Natural Disasters for the tag team belts mm. and I, I, I yeah again I enjoyed that match I thought it told a story like, again they're not great matches for moves and, no. you know, that kind of thing. It weren't, yeah, it weren't even the best of that era, but it's a match that intrigued me as a fan. Yeah. As a fan, like, oh, Legion of Doom versus Natural Disasters. Who's going to win? 
feels like a big deal. Are the Legion of Doom going to be able to pick up the natural side? Because that, that was one of my favorite Legion of Doom promos mm. at that event. Like they were saying about like Hawk. I mean, he was he was classic with his, with these like these one liners and stuff. And he said about you want to throw your weight around. Well, that's okay. We want to throw your weight around too. <laughs> just just like you, we're going to. They didn't. They didn't chat that disaster around. But it was just those. Those those lines, you know, like he's just like, he was very witty, but not in a silly mm. way. So <laughs> yeah, he was it was, and he said, "When we finish with you, your tongues will be hanging out like dead deers." <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, it was an interesting man, and again, they came out strong because they won the match by count out. Like, did you think they were, they were going to win, or you just thought mm. possibly? I mean, I, yeah, I did feel like they, you know, they are a threat to the Legion of Doom. Definitely, yeah, definitely possible. Possible that they were going to win it, and because, yeah, I mean, who else was there at the time? Money Inc. hadn't started yet. No, they, not no. probably. I think they had a, a case. They weren't an official tag team. No, they, they'd done some tag teams. Um, yeah, yeah, who else? Uh, Beverly Brothers. No, um, no, no. Nasty Boys. <laughs> didn't see them getting it back. Nope. So it's really like, yeah, they were they were their big sort of challenge, the natural mm. disaster. So it's possible. Like, I well, yeah, you had the new foundation, so. Yeah, yeah, on the baby face side, yeah. I mean, even then, you still yeah. felt like, okay, typically the good guys aren't going to fight the good guys. No, no, so that's true. That's how it used to work. Like, very rarely would you see a good guy, like, good good guys mm-hmm. versus good guys, tag teams or otherwise. It was typically a good guy fights a bad guy. So yeah. until until the Legion of Doom have lost the tag team belts to a bad guy team, you wouldn't see the new foundation fighting for the tag team belts. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how it felt then. You know, like, you even then you sort of saw the formula. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, I did think there's a possibility they would win the tag belts off them. Mm. But they yeah, they won by count out. And and then you had those chair shots at the end. So oh. They come back and they threw Earthquake like into I was either I think it was Hawk just holding the chair and an animal threw him in or vice versa. So it's like clang, mm. big clanging chair shot. Mm. He just like rammed him into it, like threw him into it. <laughs> but he bumped off of that. So that, I mean that left that was leaving it open. And I guess yeah. I think the rumors were that like they were going to have a street fight at WrestleMania with the Legion of Doom, yeah. but then Legion of Doom ended up taking a like a suspension or something, and then they dropped the belts on a Still house show. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what. Yeah, I'm not sure what the actual reason for that one See, was because they were only gone I, for a short while. I thought, I thought it was like a drug test. But it was like cocaine or something. It may have been, but I'd, yeah, or it might have just been a dispute about something. Because they literally they took the belts off them at a house show to Money Incorporated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then they were they were, but they, that was like February, and then they were back by WrestleMania in April because they, yeah. they came out and did a promo on the show. Mm. So yeah, it was a uh, I don't know I don't know because I can't I'm not sure exactly what the reasoning behind that was, but basically that turned the natural disasters face. Yeah. Because so what they did is it's supposed to be, um. It was on a house show. It's Money Incorporated versus the Natural versus the Legion of Doom. Doom, yeah. It's what they had. They explained it because they didn't show any footage, and I don't think any footage no. exists of it. So I they, it. they gave you an update telling you that you've got new tag team champions, Money Incorporated. Like basically, yeah. they weren't called Money Incorporated at first. They were just Ted DiBiase and IRS. So yeah. basically, Mean Gene's telling you how it unraveled at a house show. They fought the Legion of Doom, mm. and Natural Disasters thought it was a non-title match, and they <laughs> helped them win. Yeah. Um, but then they realize that they've got their belts. <laughs> like basically in I their was... mind, it's our belts. And Jimmy yeah. Hart has kind of like, you know, double crossed them. Yeah. By getting them to help, like that's his new team, Ted DiBiase and IRS, now known as Money Incorporated. So now you know the natural disaster want vengeance. Quick one. Does any has anybody realized that Jimmy Hart's basically a snake? Everything he goes through, <laughs> snake, 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 
Betray, betray. It's like, come on, people. Yeah. You can do it for years now. Come on. Think about it. Okay. And, then, and this, okay, the, this year, he did. That, I mean, that, that year, because they did a similar <laughs> angle by the end of the year. Yeah. With the Nasty Boys and Money Incorporated. So it's like, yeah, yeah. he very much became the... Yeah. And then within a few months, he's now a babyface manager that snaked out Money Inc. to yeah. go in with Hogan and Beefcake. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, they didn't snake them. He had a conscience, yeah. real conscience all of a sudden and didn't like the fact that Beefcake's getting his face, like, smashed. He's a snake. He's a snake. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that year, that year he did it twice yeah. in the same year. <laughs> oh, boy. It, I mean, it did feel weird that the natural disaster for now, Babyface. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'd always known Earthquake as this evil, <laughs> like putting people out all the time. It's like mm. all of a sudden now he's a he's a happy, smiley baby face version. Mm. And it's just because Jimmy Hart, like, yeah, did a little double cross on him. Yeah. Now that now they're good guys. So it was yeah, it came out it, it felt weird, you know, like because he didn't fit the back then certain people you felt like they just don't fit the bill of a of a good guy. Mm. He did, he, but at that time it's like weird, it's like, oh, I can't really envision Earthquake as a baby face because like as a good mm. guy, because of yeah, all the, the horrible things he's done and you know, he's this this person who just keeps putting people out of action. He put Hogan on the shelf. Mm. You know, he, he, yeah, he just, it just, it felt weird at first. I mean, that yeah, so, and because they're so big. I have a question for you. Mm. Obviously, at, at the time, Money Inc., obviously, or Money Inc., Money Inc., obviously, TBRC and IRS, we know, as, we know them as a good tag team now. Yeah. Now, at the time, do you think that they were like a good tag team to kind of go against the, you know, natural disasters? Or it's like, oh, these two single guys, oh yeah, the next results will, will be quite convincingly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they, like I was saying, because they were so big, they're not really like a typical underdog yeah. team, you know? But at the same the time... Iris is quite tall. I know Iris is like, what's yeah. one? Uh, to be honest, like, yeah. even though they weren't big guys, yeah. I'd been watching... Six-three, like, gosh. Hmm? Six-three, both of them. Yeah. Iris six-three in it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that I just, like, I saw both, especially like Ted DiBiase, because of over the years, like, even though he weren't, you know, he weren't a big, like, muscle guy... No. He he was good. Like you, oh, knew, yeah, you you respected yeah. him. Like even then, like without having like, oh, I care about the work rate and stuff like that. Nah, you just yeah. had respect for the fact that Ted DiBiase was a like as a technician oh, and yeah. was was very yeah like very successful and very he could win. Mm. You bought yeah you, know, you bought that. He like he weren't he weren't a pushover. So even though he ain't a big muscle guy, he's mm. handy. Yeah, he's just really handy. So you could see him handling himself, but he didn't. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like with uh, Typhoon Tugboat. <laughs> I didn't buy him as like this really do- dangerous no. type because he'd be a bit of a buffoon as Tugboat. You, you know what? I, again, over, over expected people. I was at Typhoon and when I saw him as Tugboat, I was like, you're a clown, mate. You're mm. this big dummy with a sailor hat. I was like, who are you? Who and are you? I mean, credit to him with his bumping and stuff like that, but it also, because oh, yeah. you could knock him off his feet so clean, like so easy, boom, as a big yeah. guy. Like it, he didn't feel the danger, the threat that Earthquake did. No, to me, it's like, yeah, he's a bit more. I see him as more beatable. Earthquake mm. was tougher, you know, like because Earthquake really, I don't think I'd seen Earthquake get pinned yet at that no, point not, as no, a fan. No. Like, he hadn't been no. he, on, t- on TV, no one had ever pinned him. No, uh, on yeah, if you'd have picked up some videotapes and stuff like that, if you've been at the arena shows, you would have seen him get pinned several times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so to, to me, it was still like Earthquake's a real threat, Tug- tugboat, not so much, typhoon. No, so no. yeah, and and DBRC was and the IRS were both like really good technicians, and you you respected them as True. like people that could could still beat you. You know, and right. as a team, they were a good team. So it's like oh, I yeah. still yeah, I did think Natural Disasters were going to win the belts at WrestleMania at first. Mm. I went into it, I thought they were going to get the belts off them, but mm. I could see yeah, you know, I weren't like oh they got no chance like DBRC and IRS. Like I see them like they're they're handy, mm. and then they ended up like 
losing by count out. They walked walked off, and that was a first, yeah. like an early time. You never used to really see them do that very no. often, like just walking out, like yeah. mid match, like now nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not wrestling. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that's and then another line like IRS had in, in that one, which I liked. He was a very sort of deadpan. He said about naturals us, we're not taking you lightly, but rest assured, we are taking you. <laughs> I just I like I like that line. I thought that's like great. someone's playing on their weight. Like, yeah. like with Hawk saying about you like throw your weight around. We, well, that's okay because we want to throw your weight around too. And then mm. it's like he's saying about we're not taking you lightly, but you can rest assured we are taking you. <laughs> I like that. Mm. Yeah. Again, it's it's smart, but yeah, effective. You mean dead yeah. Bad, but you mean yeah. Yeah, it's just his delivery of it, but it's like I thought it was a clever little line that it, like it, it yeah it amused me. It's like I'll be honest, people. I know it's again. I know it's about earthquake, but these two. Again, me and Anton are going to do a show on these two, but mm. both both of these two wrestlers very underrated. Yeah, especially from today's um, wrestling fans as well. Very mm. underrated, very underrated. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, that that wasn't. I mean, yeah, that match at WrestleMania, I, I think Money yeah. Inc. were going to lose like the belts, but they didn't. They yeah. lost the match, but not the belts. Natural Disasters won, but they were annoyed. Obviously, they didn't the, the belts. When did they actually win it? Because again, like I said, I've I've seen I saw the match when they when they lost it, but I didn't see yeah, when they actually won it. That, that was a house show again. Okay. I don't, again, I don't think there's footage of that because it, it a, a lot during this time, like you would what you would tune in and all of a sudden they're telling you there's a new champ. <laughs> it happened quite a bit. So it happened with my yeah. Inc. like beating the Legion of Doom later yeah. on in the year. It would happen even with Bret Hart winning the WWF title. Yeah. So it's like you tune I tune in one one episode of Superstars. I think it was around like July because going into SummerSlam '92. Mm. It was going to be like so. They're still feuding with Money Incorporated, yeah. But SummerSlam '92, Natural Disaster is going to fight the Beverly Brothers, yeah. And Legion of Doom are going to challenge Money Incorporated for the tag team belts. Mm. So even though Natural Disaster are feuding with Money Inc. still, the yeah. SummerSlam match wasn't scheduled, so it was scheduled just like a normal match with the Beverly Brothers. But then mm. in a, like a few weeks before SummerSlam, like in July or around that time, you tune in Superstars, and on the update. They're telling you that we got new tag team champions. That uh, that Natural Disasters beat Money Incorporated at a, like an untelevised event. Yeah. And now at SummerSlam, they're going to defend the tag team belts against the Beverly Brothers. And what did you think of the match? I yeah. Thought, yeah. I right. was all right. Okay. I was again. I mean, was yeah. it special? It was all right. No, it was yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, again, that that one Beverly Brothers didn't feel like a threat to the Natural Disasters. Nah, nah. You, nah. you didn't doubt that Natural Disasters are going to retain the belts. No. And yeah, and they did. It was uh, yeah. It was no. It was an okay match. I mean. Let's say no, nothing really stands out to me about it. No, no. But it was yeah, it was, it was a win for them. Yeah, yeah. But because like, oh, I was going to say, how long did they actually hold the belts for? Is it a couple months of that? Like three, four months? They held it to about October, didn't they? I think October, yeah. November. Yeah. Of ninety-two, so they won it. I think July. Okay, a couple months October, and about three or four months. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a long run. Yeah. And. Would you say for would you say at the time, especially for a tag team, that's quite short? Yeah. Because I was yeah. like I said, I said because I, I remember obviously like the well, the you know, the Heart Foundation reign, you had the Bulldog reign, you had like um who is it? You had uh the demolition, all these all these, you know, all these teams where it's like ridiculously but, long, I mean, long even reigns. Even the nasty boys went five months, and that was it felt like a short reign. True. Because they went like WrestleMania to SummerSlam. Ah, yeah, yeah. They all, they, yeah. And then Legion of Doom went SummerSlam to February. So but you see, the thing is, again, I've five months before. again. They felt like I, shorter ones than they used to be. Hmm. I always thought, basically, like, I think I told you, I always said that it was like the WrestleMania to SummerSlam was like a decent rain, was like a good rain. Some WrestleMania to Survivor Series was a good rain. Mm. WrestleMania to Survivor was a top rain. 
the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania was like, yeah, that's really good. Mm. I always thought that, okay, if you've got SummerSlam, then you've, you've actually done okay. But for the tag team, would you say that's like short by at the time for you? That's quite short? Or... I mean, I don't know, because that's the thing. When you really think about it, like going, you, you look like, when you really you look at like the history, there was lots of quick ones. Even like demolition and colossal connection, demolition yeah. brainbusters. There was they yeah. were changing quite quick. I felt like it was you know like you you have this this vision back then that they did go like long, but really <laughs> a lot of them did go did go short. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like maybe the WWF title was the the one that was more protected, like True. The, the world title because. Yeah. Like Sergeant Slaughter was an exception where he only held it for a few months, whereas Warrior mm-hmm. had it, held it for close to a year. Yeah, prior to Mania that, he held it for a year. Yeah. WrestleMania to WrestleMania, Savage held it for a year. WrestleMania to WrestleMania, yeah. and then apart from the like the stuff with Hogan, with uh, Hogan, Andre DiBiase, it Hogan had had an epic like four year reign. True. So, but yeah, no, I mean to be fair, like a lots of the reigns had gone short. Demolition didn't have loads. They had a really long first reign, but they'd had short yeah. ones as well. And True. yeah, Money Inc. Their reign wasn't that long. Nah, a couple months of that. Last yeah. And yeah. Legion of Doom before them, Nasty Boys before them. Heart Foundation went uh, SummerSlam to WrestleMania. Yeah, to me, that's, that's to me that's a good reign. Mm. I mean, that's a good reign. So yeah, so, so. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was becoming that fit, like you were seeing title change. It felt like title changes were a bit more frequent in '92, mm. starting to. Yeah. Become. But I mean, yeah, it was it was about three months look, reign. Vinnie wasn't there though. He wasn't there, nah, so you can't nah, blame him. You can't blame him. <laughs> you can't. But you know, you said they lost the belts to Money Inc. in October. Yeah, so that was, I mean, and that happened on a Superstars as well, not on a pay per view. Mm, yeah. Which I remember like going, you know, them going into that that match because it mm. was it was coming up to Survivor Series '92. It was, mm. Yeah, say October on Superstars, you had Natural Disaster versus Money Inc. Um, mm. And they did the well, yeah, that's that's it. The week before, so it's like yeah, at the end of a, of a Superstars, they will tell you what's coming on next week what wrestlers mm-hmm. are going to be there next week and if they're going to have a feature match. And they were saying next week, like, you know, um, for the tag team titles. Yeah. And the way they always make it sounds like nasty boys think they're getting the shot. Yeah. But it's actually going to be Money Inc. Like, and it's mm-hmm. so, so then when, when it comes out, like Money Inc. have got the shot, nasty boys uh, are upset. They bat, yeah. they beat, like, they come out, they confront like DBRC and IRS. DBRC tries to pay them off mm. and then they beat them up. Maybe up to yeah. the on IRS, and then, uh, then like after oh, that, natural disasters now need to come out. Yeah, and it's like, oh, they're they're yeah, they've been beaten up, and then the disasters mm. coming out with the tag team belts. But it was yeah, it was it was a good. But this so this is the first time really I saw someone like I felt like someone conclusively beat Earthquake, even though there was a distraction because the head shrinkers came out. They sort of made their uh, uh, I don't know if it's their first appearance. I think it might have been. They were mm. like this, and it was like what are these guys at ringside? You know, like coming out the the Samoan savages kind of yeah. Thing, you know, coming out with Alpha, yeah, and it was distracting. Like, uh, I think it was like Typhoon was down on the apron, like he come down on the floor off the apron, like to, to sort of ward him off. And then Earthquake's mm. watching, and then he got like knocked into the post from inside mm. the ring, like thrown, like head, his head hit the, the post from inside yeah. the ring. And then he's like woozy, and he's like he's trying to fight him off. And then DiBiase put him to sleep with a million dollar yeah. ring, which like yeah. to me was a big deal, you know, like someone put Earthquake to sleep, mm. and they won the tag team belts. Yeah, and that I mean that was really so we never got to see so look like obviously the the feud now for them is going to be the head shrinkers natural disasters versus head shrinkers. Yeah, what happened but, with that? Because I, I I don't ever seen that match. Nah, it just got it, that one just sort of got went nowhere because the last we really saw of Earthquake was in the Royal Rumble '93 and he had a little yes. square square off with Yokozuna because that was mm. a bit of a build like yeah like Yokozuna's the new big man but yeah. then Earthquake yeah and it was a nice it was a nice little square off in the Royal Rumble. Mm. 
but then Yokozuna eliminated him. Like, kind of tried to belly to belly him over. He kind of, yeah. kind of belly to belly him over. <laughs> and and that was really it for him on TV for for a while. He was like, he was gone. Hmm. I mean, that that yeah, I think that time frame, obviously, because they had the, the stuff with the bulldog warrior and things like that. It just hmm. felt very much. I, it was almost like a wholesale change, you know, like we're going for this new generation kind of thing. It's like they just. You, you saw a lot of the older guys like Boss Man gone, Earthquake gone. Yeah. Just, and very sort of same thing. Yeah, I mean, Boss Man lost to Bam Bam Bigelow at that Royal Rumble as well. Yep. It was almost like, yep. okay, they didn't even take him through to WrestleMania, like to really see him off in a big, like, yeah, like to me, like maybe Yokozuna, I know they obviously wanted for the WWF title, but Yokozuna and Earthquake could have been a big WrestleMania match where Yokozuna mm-hmm. beats Earthquake. And, you know, like on a big platform establishes him as the new sort of big man. Yeah, WWF. Uh, you know, you could have had Boss Man losing to somebody at WrestleMania. Mm. It just, yeah, Randy Savage could have lost to Bret oh, Hart. Crush Hart. Yeah. Wait, no, this that was. Well, no, no, no. Ra- oh, yes, Randy Savage, right. like, had just been WWF champion. He, he could have fought Bret Hart. Like, it felt, it felt like if you really want to establish the new guys and say, mm. yeah, they've got, they've got to beat the the old guys, the older guy. Yeah. Don't just take the old guard away and yeah, like really emphasize it. To me, that's how I felt. Like it felt like okay, it's a new, yeah, you know, it's like a new gen. They didn't call it the new generation at that point, but that's kind of where no. they were going. Just like so, it's all, it's all change. Would you? So you're saying that essentially that by WF basically just discarding them, it made WWE basically stronger in terms of okay, you know, these are the guys basically as you know in WWF, you know, uh, you said uh, Savage, uh, Big uh, Boss Man, or you know, Guardian Angel, blah 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 blah. It's like okay, these are the guys that you know they're big stars and they're things that well. Yeah, the, you know, the, the stars over there and then like the young bucks over there. I'll answer that on the next one. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you another one. Yeah, I'll, cool. I'll answer that. Damn, uh, it's a long one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I think we're only going to get him today. Yeah, just one. <laughs> yeah, we'll finish him up on yeah. this one. Cool. cool. I, mean, I, I don't think so much I'd say it made WCW look stronger, but I do feel like it, it gave more of an uphill climb like for the, for the new... WWF guys, you know, like because everyone been used to Hogan, Warrior, Savage, mm. all these guys, you know, like and especially Hogan and Warrior, they left without being conquered yeah. by this new generation. So basically, it's like, oh, I, I feel it made some people. I mean, I still was a, a big fan, but I think you know why maybe business went down as well. Mm. You know, because they say about like that was bad, a very bad drawing time. You know, they went into smaller arenas and stuff. Like Bret Hart wasn't a top. No, champion yeah. i yeah. think you've kind of like given up like because basically the impression that some people probably had is like okay bret hart and you know whoever else was like on top at the time mm. is only because hogan and warrior have gone true not because they're not because he's better than them. i'm not saying he's not i'm saying that would be the 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 narrative that's the impression some fans would have is like ah oh, if hogan and and warrior was still no I, I mean i i saw bret as yeah i think it would have helped if, if he could have like beaten hogan and if he could have got a win over the Warrior or, you know, like even a win over Savage on, yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, that was almost like, that's how, it's not because they've been beaten and proven like, okay, Brett's, you know, not, not just, I'm using Brett because he was the champion yeah. Yeah. as the figurehead, you know, like I, I feel like one of the only ones who, who had that was like, who was shown to hang with them was like Undertaker. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He'd beaten true. Hogan for the WF title. He'd locked Warrior in a, in a coffin. Yeah. And on, as far as TV was concerned, Warrior never got a comeuppance on the Undertaker. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it, even Hogan got the Jake belt the back. BJ yeah. as well. Yeah, so um, yeah, exactly. Jake the Snake on his way out. So like Undertaker <laughs> looked like okay, I'm I I'm as good as any of them. Yeah, 
Brett never was given like a big win over Randy Savage on TV or Hulk Hogan nope. or yeah, like he didn't even mix with them really. Nope. So you know what I mean? That I feel that that gave the, a lot of them. So even like Bam Bam Bigelow now, it's like, but he's not conquered like Hogan or Warrior or Savage. Like it's just because they've decided to stop. Yeah. That's how it felt. It's like okay, we've dominated now, we're done. Whereas mm. like the old generation, they would start to yeah, like Hogan would be conquering people. Yeah, he'd be beating all. Yeah, he beating Andre the Giant, who'd mm. been like the top star before him in a way, like a big attraction. Like he yeah. established them and they brought people in from other territories and stuff. And it's like, boom, these guys are like the best of the best. They're the current. And everyone was used to bigger is better. So what you did. Hmm. Sorry, right, I apologize. Sorry. No, I'm just saying you took them away. You took like, all of a sudden you downscaled it to smaller people and these big, large and life personalities have just stopped wrestling. They haven't been beaten. They've just stopped. I was going to say, like, don't you think basically, like you said, um, Hogan being Andre and these sort of situations. Obviously, I always go back to boxing, obviously, something that we, we know. Mm. Um, you had Larry Holmes, for example, dominating the 80s, dominating the late 70s. Larry Holmes beat Mamela Lee convincingly. Yeah. Mike Tyson, you know, the new buck comes and destroys everybody. What, what happens? Destroys him. <laughs> yeah. Destroys him. So it's like, okay, yeah, he's, he's been anointed. Okay, he destroyed him. Um, uh, Evander Holyfield beating George Foreman. This is before, obviously, George basically won the world title again. But it's like, in history, uh, Jack Dempsey beat Jesse Willard. Uh, you had Freud Patterson beating uh, Igmar Johansson. You had, uh, what's it called, Mamela Lee beating uh, Sonny Liston. Mm. It's always been a thing like this. The story is, yes, you have the champion. Yes, you have the old guy. But then the new guys always come and conquer them. And for whatever reason, like you said, don't, don't be that this man has just forgotten the formula. They, they, all, it, it, they it, all went out like Rocky Marciano. <laughs> they all went like Rocky Marciano, like the tyrant top. Rocky's like, you know what? I've def- I've defended the belt five times. Yeah, I'm done. That's it. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that, that's how it felt. It did feel like they're going out still. The, I mean, yeah, Brett beat Roddy Piper. And I like Piper. Which was, bit, was, was something, it, it, you know, it, like, yeah. but other than, like, I just, yeah, to me, like, looking back, you think, hmm, they probably done themselves. Yeah, but I don't think they could have got them to do it, perhaps. Yeah, I, I'm sure Randy Savage would have been up for, oh, yeah, for Randy losing to Brett at WrestleMania 9, yeah. Yeah. I know Brett and Randy apparently was quite close. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, it was almost it was almost like let's just do a switch, let's just go with these guys now, but just you know, like let our guys just disappear. But think yeah, about our, it. Our, our dominant ones. You said it yourself. Randy, as much as look, I, I think Randy Savage is one of the best runs of all time, mm. in my opinion, up there. But if Brett had beaten Randy at the time, again, remember you you like said you was watching it week in, week out, would mm. it have been a big deal to you? Or was it like, okay, well, he's beat Randy, but he hasn't beat Randy. You know, uh, again, remember, like I said, we've seen Randy face Brett in 90, 89, 90, uh, yeah. 91, but never beat him. No, but it, within beat. within that year, Randy's been the world champion still. He's, of uh, course, he's, he's the last WWF champion before the guy that Brett beat. That's true. So, like, it still meant a lot. Like, Randy, I know they wanted to take Randy off of TV and stuff like that and felt like he That's was past thing. it. But yeah. on TV's presentation was he's not past it yet. Oh, no. Like, no. He's, he's not. He's just been the WWF champion, like, a few yeah. months removed. So, yeah, I feel like that would, yeah, it would have been a great match for sure. Mm-hmm. And it would have solidified because, yeah, like Brett's, we, as, as if, you know, if I would have seen some of this stuff, I didn't see this, the match that Brett had with Randy Savage on a Saturday night's main event in the 80s. No. Until later, but it was oh, a good yeah. match. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'd seen the Survivor Series 89 match, which also included yeah. Earthquake to, to, mm-hmm. to, to mention him again, just for a yeah, second. Yeah, because it's, it's about Earthquake. Show us about Earthquake. <laughs> that little confrontation they had in there where Brett actually was handling Savage like yeah. big time. So it's like he looked like he's on Savage's level, but in the end, Savage pinned him with the elbow. Yeah. On TV, he's never shown that he's beaten Savage. So no. 
doing it now, it's like, okay, yeah, it's only a couple of years removed and it still feels like Randy Savage is at the top of his game still. He mm. wasn't presented on TV as washed up and like past his prime, even mm. though it sounds like they looked at him as that and that's why they wanted to take him off. But as far mm. as, as, as a, me as a fan, I didn't see Randy Savage as, oh, he's not good anymore. It's like, no, mm. Randy Savage is still, I still thought he might win the Royal Rumble that year. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and true. he could have done that and they could have gave him the title shot against Brett. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, going back to Earthquake, it feels like Earthquake was part of that where they just, let's just get rid of all of these, you know, like these wrestlers. Let's freshen it up. Let's just go with, you know, let's go with Doink. Let's go with uh, Bam Bam. And, well, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, Bam Bam was good. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking. Yeah, no, I'm, remember, I'm, remember, I'm, Bam Bam was there before, though, remember? He was, before. yeah. And, it, and, I, and it, oh. But then, yeah, but it just felt like, okay, we've got a whole like new cast. We've got Kamala, although, he, you know, he come in a little yeah. bit before. Yeah. Before. It just, it really felt like in 93, and, and to be fair, I shouldn't throw Kamala's name out there because by that point, I was gonna he, say. he wasn't even like presented as anything of Yokozuna. No. Yokozuna, <laughs> we've got yeah, you know, yeah, we got we got these new uh these new stars, Lex Luger. Yeah, like let's just why yeah, let's just do away with the eighties guys. guys. Where did he actually go? In. Wait, I, I, I don't uh, like. I mean, the last thing I remember of him was the Royal Rumble '93. He might have had yeah. some a couple of matches on Superstars or something like that afterwards, but he was that was kind of it. He was kind of done there. I mean, he weren't at WrestleMania. He wasn't. He was gone by then. Because I, I know he came back. Was it in '94? Yeah, in '94. But between that period, where, where did he go? I know that they said basically that he was in Japan. I was going to say, but yeah, but thought, again, yeah. I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't watch the stuff. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't watch what. I mean, no, no. Um, I mean, I didn't really hear it because that's the thing. At that time, we weren't hearing about like what wrestlers do outside of WWF so much. No. Power Slam yeah. might have met like it wasn't called Power Slam then. It was Superstars of Wrestling. Yeah. But they might have mentioned stuff, but no, no, I didn't really know anything about him. And then, yeah. and then he just, yeah, he just reappeared. Like he mm. came back in in '94, early '94, which yeah. I thought, yeah, to me that was a big, yeah, it was a big thing. Earthquakes back because he still felt like a, yeah, you know, like he hadn't been, yeah. You know, I mean, to that point, he he didn't feel like he'd been running to the ground. Like okay, now he's just being, yeah, beaten, 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 beaten. No, I feel like that's probably what they needed to do if they wanted to get their other crop. Over, like to beat some of these guys, but mm. for Earthquake, the fact that he okay, he lost the tag team belts and was put to sleep and he was eliminated from the Rumble by Yokozuna, like that was his. But other than that, like, yeah, and it's been over a year, it's like, okay, he comes back and he still feels like a bit of a big deal. Mm. And yeah, and, and he was he was one of the ones when we first started watching, like me and my yeah. brothers and my dad, so it was like, okay, Earthquake's back. That mm. feels, yeah, it felt like a big deal to us. He's now, and yeah, he's still a baby face, mm. and he, yeah, so he was. He was supposed to fight Ludwig Borger at WrestleMania 10. Uh, and that felt like, yeah, because Ludwig Borger was still, he'd been pretty dominant. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's going to be an interesting match, him and Borger. Yeah. But then Ludwig Borger was injured because he'd been yeah. injured already, but it's like he was still, he was supposed to fight Tanker at Royal Rumble, but he'd injured it, he'd injured his ankle. So they pulled Borger from that. And then it's like, but they still announced he's going to fight Earthquake at WrestleMania. So I was like, ah, oh. and then they put, was, he didn't do that. And Adam Bomb took his place. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. But look, yeah. he got paid. He got, he got a good payday. He's a WrestleMania. Hey. He did. Thank yeah. You. I mean, that that was another squash. That was that was a squash. Yeah. Earthquake squashed Adam Bomb. They had a rematch, yeah. I think, on Raw afterwards. Yes. Yeah. And it went. Yeah, that went a bit more competitive. But yeah. Earthquake beat him again, and then he went into a feud with Yokozuna. Yes. See, I've, this this is where I've seen his stuff with yeah. him and Yoko. Yeah. What was Yoko, it exactly? Yoko just, he what just was it exactly? dropped the title, like, didn't he? Because yeah, I know, I know, he dropped the title to Brett. Yeah. So, and if, if I remember, if I remember cor um, correctly, was he still part of? Um, was it him, uh, Fuji, Cornet, 
And uh, who's the other one? Is it Crush I'm thinking was with? Yeah, he was lying with Crush. Like, Crush yeah. is the, a Japanese sympathizer. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Hawaii. That's, that's, what, they, that's what they labeled yeah. him as. Yeah, yeah Hawaii. Yeah. It's quite it's quite close, isn't it? Yeah. We, 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 yeah. But yeah, I remember vaguely, like, you know, okay, yeah, Yoko with around this time. And I'm going to say, like, in terms of the footage, like, did, did you actually see, like, the. Did you see actually see him 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 injuring him or again was it another just oh it was another thing mentioned yeah okay fair enough it was, it was just again, mentioned again, a lot of this stuff like I said I, I haven't seen it I keep hearing oh yeah this happened mm. this happened was like when I looked to look for it I couldn't find it no they they were supposed to so he, he had like he was in this feud with Yokozuna and it was about both being sumos they'd had a sumo match on Raw yes that's what yeah, which yeah. Earthquake won. Yeah. As I said, so it was just winning a sumo match, not like a wrestling match. Basically, if you yeah. chuck them, sumo rules, like if you chuck them on the floor or, or take them out of the ring. Yeah. Like the circle. And on this case, oh, this case, like they removed the ropes mm. from, the, from the ring. And it, yeah. so uh, Earthquake, uh, Yoko took a bump, like was thrown over and then rolled out of the ring. Yeah. So Earthquake won the sumo match. And then mm. they were, so they were still in the feud. And then Earthquake was going to have a qualifying match with Owen Hart for the King mm. of the Ring tournament. And then. That's when you heard like just oh yeah, earthquake's been injured by Yokozuna, and I think that again was, mm. flat again. So it's that thing again where it's like oh just that is but, flat. That, but I it. think that was uh, that was an um, like it. I think it was like a contract issue or something like that. So it weren't uh, like it weren't a plan. That weren't how the story was supposed to go. Okay, they had some sort of disagreement or something like that. So earthquake left. So rather mm. than yes, yeah, so they just okay he got injured by Yokozuna. Like Yokozuna's mm. put him out. And then Typhoon returned to take his place. <laughs> yeah. Because he he vanished at the same sort of... I think he stayed around a bit longer after Earthquake. He did. Left in 93. Because, yeah, because yeah. he was still having matches like with Bam Bam Bigelow and... Mm. and if, Yeah, and even Yokozuna, I think, then he fought in, in 93. So he came back mm. in 94 then to, like, feud with Yokozuna on Earthquake's behalf. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was so. That was the end of Earthquake in WWF at that point, and later in the year, so you would have seen these, I guess. He, he popped up in WCW. WCW, and this is where I heard him, Avalanche. That's why. That's why I heard him. Nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you 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 were introduced to him as Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, who? It's the closest they could get. <laughs> the closest they could get to use an Earthquake. I was like, like who? Earthquake. He had exactly the same was... costume. Yeah, my cousin's like, oh, it's like he's Earthquake from WWF. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but when I saw him, I was—I'll be honest. I again, because like I said I saw Steiner Brothers at the time. I remember seeing the Nasty Boys. Uh, I would again—I wouldn't say Bossman was a big deal, but again, like I said, you had Hogan, you had all these people there and everything. Hacksaw, so, Hacksaw as well. Because I remember, what was it Hacksaw gave Austin that was it backdrop? Yeah, <laughs> backdrop one, two, three, one US title. Ridiculous, but again, you see all these other guys are there, and again, like I said, obviously you saw Avalanche there. I think like, what this guy? Nah, nah. I, I think it's bad because, like I said, I, I said I watched a lot of his WF stuff in respect respectively. Mm. So, like I said, for me, the first time I saw him was, was in WCW, and obviously yeah. he had long passed it by then. And again, he, again, he wasn't even past it because again, he, he was still quite young. Yeah, you think what he's again still what, early thirties of that. Yeah, I think again, maybe it was just his aura and everything had just gone. I think, I think he was in a goofy like thing, wasn't it? It was the faces of fear. It was, it was stupid before, to... before the dungeon oh. of doom. It was like so he appeared like I mean to me it was like oh because at this point we're seeing all these WWF guys pop up in WCW and it's like yeah. pe- these names were synonymous with WWF. They felt like WWF. Obviously Hogan the biggest, 
course. But like Hacksaw Jim Duggan felt like a WWF guy, big boss man, mm. WWF guy, Earthquake, WWF guy, Brutus Beefcake. Mm. Yeah, all these people that were starting to show up there. So, oh, yeah, like these are WWF. It feels surreal that they're in WCW mm. almost even at that point because you identify them as WWF guys. So, oh, like he's there. So it was like it was Hogan and um, was it? I think it was at the end of um, Halloween Havoc in in 94 uh, so i think yeah. hogan, hogan beat rick flair in a cage yes. match to yeah. like to retain the title and retire rick flair and mm. then they he'd been having this thing with this masked man attacking him attacking yeah. flair and stuff and then the masked man to attack him there he managed to like he revealed him as uh brutus beefcake he's friends to the butcher. end yeah so at that point he, yeah it, and then you had like earthquake come out so oh Earthquake yeah. as Avalanche and they attack Hogan and Kevin Sullivan. Mm. So it's like that was the little group: Kevin Sullivan, the Butcher, and Avalanche. The three, mm. the fa- I think they were called the Three Faces of Fear. They were, they were. So, but the thing is, yeah, I mean that was almost like a prelude to the Dungeon of Doom. Oh gosh, yeah. And I think that's <laughs> what, yeah, because to me, like that's still, again Earthquake. I remember him as the, like this dominant, this hill, like this monster hill that put Hogan yeah. on the shelf, that rarely got beat. Mm. And he'd been a baby face in WWF, but again, like he hadn't been running to the ground as like he still felt like a to me as a fan, like he's a he's a big name, really. Mm. He could yeah, like to me, I still felt so earthquake there. Ooh, uh, these earthquake versus you know, Sting and people mm. like that. But he yeah, he didn't have the same he wasn't given the same sort of uh run that he was given in WWF where he was putting people out and getting them on the stretcher and stuff. So he soon, yeah, he soon became very beatable. So he had a match with Sting. He'd fight Savage. So I'd never seen him fight Randy Savage. No. And WWF guys, like epitomized WWF guys, but it's like never saw Randy Savage fight Earthquake. Ooh, Earthquake's going to fight Randy Savage. Because like, didn't he, I know he fought Sting at um, Starcade, didn't he? I know he fought him at Starcade. Yeah. And I, I see, the thing is, I remember seeing the match, was it um, him, the, the, but, the butcher, uh, Bruce Beefcake and Kevin Sullivan. Against mm. Hogan Sting and the Dave Sullivan guy, I remember seeing that. Yeah, one, class of champions. And again, he he didn't do nothing wrong. Mm. You know, Avalanche Earthquake did nothing wrong. But to me, he looked out of place. I don't know what it was. He, he just looked way out of place. And this is what ninety four. Yeah, ninety four, ninety five, ninety five. It's just it's like, and like you said, it was goofy. He just looked like yeah. He just it, looked, yeah. I mean, H- Hogan made WWE very cheesy. Oh, he did. I'm sorry. People can yeah. say Hogan was the best of all time, maybe, but at this point, it was like it was a joke. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. It was very like it, it a complete change from what WWE had been building that year. They were like, yeah, wrestling wrestlers. was more, yeah, yeah wrestling stood, and it wasn't. He they he turned it into like the old '80s style cartoon WWF, but it felt like a rehash a lot of it, and yeah, and it could be very sort of like hokey and and cheesy. I'll and, be honest. Hmm. I don't, and again, people can say, oh, well, you know, it's a different time. Of course, it's a different time. I don't know how they even kept fans at the time. Because again, yes, you had Sting, you know I mean, you had Sting, mm. you had Savage, and everything fine. But again, like I said, Hogan had, again, creative control, a lot of power. Mm. And a lot of stuff that he did, especially again, for someone like you, especially, you you already see that stuff. You'd be like, oh, gosh, it's like he's back to, because like I said, you wasn't, you wasn't like this big. Oh, Hogan, you know, yay, no. lover. No. So for you, it's like, oh my gosh, he, he's over there. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, I forget that. I'm sure for someone like you, it's like, okay, I want to stop you. But if he's doing this over there, no, I, I don't watch it. I mean, I, I felt, because it did feel like, okay, like like Steve Austin's kind of been relegated. Yeah, yeah, and even, yeah even before that, like before the Stone Cold days, I was a fan of, of stunning Steve yeah. Austin. And it did feel like, ah, oh, he's been kind of relegated and 
Vader is not really, yeah, you know, like although he did they... Vader, my gosh, mm. big, big Van Vader, the killer. No yeah. one could beat even Sting. Sting struggled with him. Yeah. Hogan comes. The match was it the still cage match and everything. It's like, oh, piss off. And yeah. again, I'm, you know me, I, I hate swearing. I hate, I hate being rude and everything. But Vader to me, one of the biggest big, one of the biggest big, one of the biggest big men that there was in terms of at least late 80s, 90s, at least to maybe 96. Mm. That Vader, big deal. Destroyed everybody. Good matches with Sting. Good matches yeah. with Bulldog. Even Bulldog, again. I would, again, I like Bulldog, but I won't say Bulldog's matches was the best. Because even, even he can be clunky and sloppy with a lot of people. But put him against, like, you know, Brett and Sean and everything. Mm. Good workers. Good matches. Yeah. But again, Vader versus Bulldog, I think it was, it was good matches. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Hogan came and everything. And it just made him look like a clown. And if I remember, yeah. Vader was US champion, remember? Yeah. He was US yeah. champion. I thought, oh, gosh, Vader's actually going to, you know, he's a US champion. He's going to be the first. Again, this is you know, history-wise and everything at the time, but it's like, oh, you're thinking, oh, Vader will be like the first WWE US champion and WWE world champion. But again, anybody who knows Hogan, <laughs> never gonna happen. So mm. like for you, again, I know it's about, um, I don't know, so I'm going to come back to him in a second, but like something like that, did you think like, oh, well, Vader was going to beat Hulk Hogan? It was like, oh, it's just, it's just a foregone conclusion. No, I mean, at first, because I remember when Hogan did go over, like, yeah. and obviously, you know, you, you could see, you could see how it changed. Like, you could see, like, a, lots of ex-WWF guys are, are all yeah. popping up in, in short order. Honky Tonk Man was another one. Oh, yeah. Like, in very short order, they're all coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, And at this time, I was reading Power Slam magazine. It would give you inside information. And they were basically saying, like, you know, um, Hogan, you know, there was no intention of Hogan. Like, really, it looked, I think at that point, Hogan was potentially just going to be there for a short contract. Mm. Like it, yeah, yeah, went there. Well, yeah, signed multi-year deals. So it's Bishop, like Bishop disagrees, but you know. Well, that's what that's what they were reporting. So it's basically like yeah. saying, like he, yeah, at first he's he's got no intention of like wrestling Vader because yeah. it's going to be too stiff and that that's oh, what yeah. the so. But obviously, when he's going to be sticking around now for a he longer period, you can't ignore Vader. Like he needs a no. match. That's a box office match that kind of has to happen. But yeah, Vader was very sort of. He was soft of him. You'd, yeah, you'd he, tell he, that he, he was... to- very toned down. From what he'd mm. been with, yeah, everyone else. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So at the same time, though, because at, at first it looked like they were presenting Vader as dangerous to him. But yeah. I, I, yeah but then I'd so I'd I'd seen the footage of him like power bombing Hogan. Yeah. But then I read in Power Slam because at the time we didn't get the pay per views that Hogan popped up. <laughs> I was like, oh well, okay. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean Vader was Vader was killed off. But yeah, to be fair, not like Earthquake was being slotted in his spot or anything. Earthquake, <laughs> you know, he, no. lost, he lost like Sting and Sting. guys like that. And then and yeah. then on, on the subject of like them turning like WSW hokey and cheesy was the Dungeon of Doom. Oh gosh. And he was yeah. a member of that, and that's where they rebranded him as Shark. Um he's a shark. He's a shark. And it was it that goes at Conan as well, that Conan. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, I don't awful. think Conan was in it right from the start. Like at first, it was no, like, uh, yeah, because he had Haku, like Meng. He was mm. there. He was the face of fear, Meng. Yep. Uh, Kamala was in it. Oh gosh, yeah. And then yeah, you had Shark. Like he's now yeah, Shark coming out with a fin. <laughs> like he's holding his hand like a fin. Again, remember this why I saw. This why I saw. So I was like, yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it no was, I mean, that that was absolutely cheap. And then the giant was a member of it. Yeah. That and that's the thing. So he was there, like just as a like a just a cartoony band of like villains for Hogan to like, you know, to, to run through. And so he was just, you know, this, this is the guy that had a, a box office feud with Hogan in yeah. 1990. Like that means nothing now when he's fighting Hogan and 
he's just he's just a, like yeah he's just a cartoon character for Hogan. It, it it was it was bad like it was bad. It's like he was just not he was he, he for the rest of his career really in in WCW that was it. Like he he joined um he resumed his feud with Hogan, but it was like you know this is this is not a patch on no. what they like what that you actually had in like 1990 mm. in the WWF. So yeah, he he was a shark. Um, I'm not a shark. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the trouble, bro. I'm not a, again, it's probably longer than that. What I remember is, I'm not a shark. I'm a man. I'm thinking, yes, you are, man, you moron. You came to the ring with a with shark fan and everything like that. Oh, you, you idiot. Yeah. I mean, he done nothing war really. Game. No, he was, he was in the war games. Like, they had the war games, the Dungeon of Doom versus Hogan, Savage, Sting, Luger. You know what I can say for him? I, well, what did I also say? Pin me, pay me. Yeah, I think at the end, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, yeah, he was there. He, he was paid. He was there till about 97, I think, wasn't he? He was. And, I, yeah. I, if I check it, they've said that, you know, he wasn't, like, financially. I know he said it, obviously, on um, on interviews, but I think other people have said it as well, like, and I'm also reading it, as, I've read it as well. It said that, like, financially, that he was in a really bad situation, basically, where he was taking, like, odd jobs. He was basically doing, like, lower jobs and everything. Mm. And that, to me, that's mad to think that, what, 1990, again, it's not mad because obviously money can, money comes and goes. But I think 1990, this guy was a Hogan, selling out, making good mm. money. Because again, judging from Brett and Sarah and everybody, even Honky Tonk Man, he was saying, if he was with Hogan, if he was mm. on the Asia, yeah. you're making money. Yeah. Serious money. Mm. But again, maybe financially, he, he just wasn't good with money. Mm. To think that, what, in 95? Because remember, EVS was still to what? 93, came back in 94. Probably didn't give him a good deal in 94, but I'm sure he still had some sort of money. And to think that, okay, he had to join WBF basically because basically he's like, look, I've got no money. You know, I'm basically doing basically uh, uh, driving the trucks again. I'd always drive the trucks. Hogan, help me out here. Or somebody yeah. help me out. That's sad. That's sad. But again, I know you, we've talked about it, you know, off air and I think that, you know, I always talk about high football. They, the good thing about football is that, you know, you have like accountants, but also you have financial advisors that actually help the footballers. Again, Again, this is what 90 got 94. So in 94, the average player would have been earning what two, two, two thousand, three thousand pounds a week mm. in the in in the, 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 the Premier League, you know, in uh, in England. Yeah. So it's like I've always said to you that for me, I feel like in wrestling, there should be like a financial advisor to help them. So look, you know, uh, I don't know, let's say it's like okay, well, um uh Bischoff, Eric, I'm you know, I'm in I'm in WSW, I'm making this amount of money. Look, I need help with my finances. Mm. But I know you said before that you know it's not down to it's not down to WCW, it's not down to WBF. It's down it's to not a requirement. If if they do it, it's a nice it's a nice addition. But at the same time, we yeah we all should take response. And that's the thing: if you don't feel like you're good with money, then it probably yeah it's on your back to to get an advisor. Unless yeah, if, if a company does offer it, it shouldn't be that they have to. Yeah, but like all... I said, in American football, now especially, but I'm talking about back then, yeah. ninety four. So we're talking about American football, basketball, I know, I know, baseball. But, it, but it's basically had, taking basically, yeah. big, big financial, you know, these clubs basically taking advisors to look after these people. I just say it's taking ownership of of yourself, like of course. Again, I'm not so saying you don't need a hand. You shouldn't need a handhold in necessarily. Yeah, like if it's there, it's great. But to say like why why don't we take ownership of it? Why don't we educate ourselves on money? You heard it, people. You heard it. So yeah, back to <laughs> back to John Tenter. Uh, it was kind of yeah. It's pretty much at that point, as you say, you about the thing about the shark and the fish. Mm. I'm not. I'm, a, not a, I'm not a shark. I'm a man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a man. And then he yeah, and then he he was having a little feud with Big Bubba Mitchell. Rogers. 
Oh, no, well, but, yeah, Big oh, Bubba, who'd like been, he, he had matches with the Giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Giant choke slammed him, which is a big, yeah, you know, it was a big thing for that for the size of it was. Of, of John Tenter. But he, yeah, he had a little feud with with Big Bubba Rogers, the former Big Boss Man. Ah, uh, yeah. And he, yeah, and he got his, he got his beard and stuff cut. I remember that, like, he he had half. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, he had half the, <laughs> half the face, like half his hair cut, like, yeah. to remind himself of it. So like yeah. the boss man cut, he, like started cutting his like left half, like he left like half his beard and half yeah, his um his skullet. Mm. On. Ah, I got. I got checked out. I don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. It was a. It looked, he looked. Yeah, it looked bad. But it was. It was. It, <laughs> that was his like symbolism of what. Mm. Um, yeah, of what boss, boss man Bubba Rogers had done to him. But I mean that that was really that weren't a high profile feud, and that was kind of his his last real feud. Like in he'd left the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. He, he was he was his own man again. He was John Tenter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he had matches with the giant, like you say. Mm. Um, yeah, that was that was it really. And then from there, like he he did a one-off. Um, so he'd, you had the they were coming up to this like tag. Thing, I think it was was it um, might have been Super Brawl or something like that. It was in '97, mm. and they were going to have this. Oh, uncensored, I think it was uncensored in '97. He was yeah. gonna have um, like NWO versus Team WCW, like in yeah. some some like time actually had like and the, the Horsemen or they, I can't remember the, the whole gist of it now, but it was some sort of like elimination thing with the NWO versus WCW, okay. and it's like Roddy Piper was gonna have a team against the NWO, yeah, and then he's auditioning people on Nitro. Mm. For, like for his team and it was like these guys comes out as a boxer and all this stuff and mm. and John Tenter was one of them and they come out and he's like so they they'll have it they're having like little mini matches with Roddy Piper he's testing yeah. them out kind of thing and then he's like this is his like band of his team yeah so there's going to be like uh yeah like John Tenter two other guys mm. and then you had um the horseman come out Okay. After the week after or whatever, and say like he he needs like yeah no disrespect to them, but he needs yeah he needs proper so they like Flair like volunteered Benoit and some some along those lines. But that was he that's the last time I remember seeing him in WCW. Like he come out as yeah to, to team up with Roddy Piper mm. as part. But he was yeah but basically they were presented as almost like no hope type people that are like underdogs that Piper's gonna champion because they're gutsy and fight yeah. Mm. And that, that was that was it for WCW. Like he didn't. I don't remember seeing him on on TV at all. How disrespectful was that? Mm. Yeah, it did make him seem like yeah, like again, it's that thing when you think but this this was earthquake. <laughs> it's like yeah. now and he's just like yeah, definitely like a fall from. I mean, I know it's seven years removed, but it felt like a yeah big fall from grace for him. Mm. You know what? I remember it was maybe. Because again, this is what, 97? Mm. I remember, was it night Again, probably 2000, 2001, remember? Mm. That he, he came out. Well, he, he, he was Golga in between. You know what? I forgot about that. It's only when you yeah. mind, I, was like, I, 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 did, I mean, the thing is, I read, I didn't realise it was Golga. Because apparently that's why they, because they, he lost, they were going to bring back his earthquake. Yeah. But it, like, you know, he, he'd lost a lot of weight. Because he was a lot smaller. I didn't, like, until I read, like, I read that it was earthquake. I was like, what? 
Yeah. Because I, mean, I remember I would have read that in Power Slams. Like, really? Like, Golga, because you just this guy come out in this weird, like, this, this mask. Was it, was it wearing the Cartman shirt? Is that, is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, you know, it was I didn't realize that was him. I didn't realize yeah, that was him. I know. And I didn't when I was watching. I mean, I knew at the time it was him because I'd read it in Power Slam, but I was like, really? Like, you know how I thought it was? I hmm. thought it was Blue Meanie. No, yeah, I yeah. I think it was blue to me. That's why. Yeah, I can see. I could see that. Yeah, but there, yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, I didn't. I yeah. I remember being shocked to hear to to read that that is earthquake because mm. he looked. Yeah, he just didn't look big. No in comparison. So yeah. So there was there was that. It was the oddities. It was Kurgan. Oh gosh. Uh, it was, yeah. And you had Luna Vachon <laughs> was the manager. Nutcase. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was a, a short lived. Uh, so people at the time, this is when South Park was really. Yeah, a big hit on TV, really yeah. big hit. Didn't they have a South Park movie at the time? Was it the, the, the Devil Net? Was it around I, the same? Yeah, it might have been come out around that time or the year after. But it was, yeah. yeah, it was, it was the big, it was the big like, it was like the new Simpsons kind of thing, and it was like yeah. uh, crudely drawn, but oh gosh, <laughs> they're, they're very yeah, swearing and all that stuff, and it's like oh, like South Park, it's like very cutting edge. Mm. You know what? Again, I'm surprised. Oh, I say that I'm surprised it's even still on today. It's literally mm. in the same kind of format. Where I it's haven't like, watched it's it for a long time. I haven't watched it for years, but I know nah. people who've watched it and they said, look, and I've, again, I've probably seen like little bits from YouTube and everything, but it's like literally, apart from like the new kind of graphics, it's literally the same, the same handheld, drawn yeah. style of stem style, where all it basically does is it just taunts today's people like Donald Trump and mm. Kanye West and Paris Hilton and everything. But yeah, it's still a big deal. I, I liked it when it first came out. I did. I liked the first, like when I first, <laughs> I first started watching it yeah. with, with Cartman. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was a fun character. Straight yeah, guys. I know, like, I, I, I wanted to beat the hell out of Cartman. So, of I was like, please, I want to beat this guy. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, now everyone loves him. Apparently, now everyone loves him. Oh, yeah, he was a funny <laughs> character. He was, I mean, yeah, it, it was a really good, it was, it was a good show. Like, I don't know, yeah. I don't think. For me, like, it, yeah, I, I was watching it for a while. I remember, you were old as well. You, you were older, so I was. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, yeah, I was. I was eighteen, seventeen, eighteen when it yeah. came out. Yeah. And was, so, yeah, so it was. It was. It was fun. Yeah, at that point, now you've got loads of cartoons that are like adult. Oh yeah. Like adult cartoons, or a bit more. Yeah, you know, like not necessarily. Yeah, they're a lot more. Uh, yeah, risque as you say, but yeah, but then yeah, that was. Simpsons wasn't really like cutting edge, like it was a little nah, bit of satire nah. and stuff like that. So they were taking it's it boring. to another, they were taking yeah. it to a different level. Mm. But yeah, no, I mean for its time. So he came, he had Cartman on his shirt and come out. Yeah, yeah he was like coming out with a Cartman doll and mm. it was yeah, I mean it was a short. It was just it became they had the insane clown posse. That's it. Part of the oddity. Oh music, gosh, like, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, and they had a match at SummerSlam, didn't they? Ninety eight. Uh, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Vinny Roo, Vinny Roo. Yeah. You know what, Vinny Roo, I'll blame for that one. That was awful. <laughs> that was, oh, gosh. That was... Well, we can blame him for that one then. Yeah, I, I admit and say it was awful. Mm. It was awful. It was awful. But, yeah. Yeah. It's weird, because but... at, at this point, like I said, I remember at this point, like, I know he had the finger against the Kai and Tai. Mm. I know, because I remember he fought DX. I remember he fought, like, um, the New Age Outlaws. Billy Garn, X Pack, and everything. Mm. And he, again, for me, I remember seeing. I remember seeing them, but again, I didn't know it was him. I remember nah. seeing them, and it was like, who are these clowns? Are? What are they here for? Mm. And it was the thing is, they used to get beat a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they became get... they became like a very much like just uh yeah. It was just part of the show. Like they weren't they weren't players or anything like that. It was just there, no. just for the entertainment and you know, play the song, do the dance. It's funny because now that I know it's him. Mm. It's funny because I know Stone Cold eliminated him. It was like, 
Mm. Eliminated the rumble. rumble. I, I, it was like disgust. Like, who the hell are you to be in the ring <laughs> with me? <laughs> that I think about it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense now. Mm. But it was like, he come in and everything. I was like, get, the, get out of here, man. Just, no nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I never saw him until like, what, two, two three years later. Yeah. WrestleMania 17. The gimmick Battle Royal. That's like, oh, it's him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You identify him as Avalanche. It's like, hey, Earthquake's back. Yeah. 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 It was good. It was good to see him in that one. And he lost weight. He he lost a lot lot of weight. And it's weird because, like, damn, he looks. Well, the thing is, because, yeah, because he, I'm not sure if it's around that bit before or a bit after, like, he, because he wrestled over in England a lot. Is it? Yeah. He he came over on tour. I mean, I never saw him wrestle, but he did come Mm. over. I think he'd wrestled for, like, the Wrestling Alliance, TWA, and. Okay. Well, you might have even wrestled for that Brian Manelli. Okay. And I know he's, yeah, Steve Barker, mm-hmm. like, you know, people like that would have probably booked him over here. Oh, okay. He would have wrestled yeah. like All Star, perhaps. Mm. He, did, he did, yeah, he did some tours over in the UK because the Bushwhackers came over and stuff. It would have been possibly like early 2000. It might have been after the WrestleMania Battle Royal. Oh, okay. But he did, yeah, he did do some tours over in the UK, like on the Independence. Mm, so, I mean, I would love to see him at least, mm. you know, in person, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, he he came with the rumble. He did his little bit, and for me, I never saw him again after that. Until obviously when I heard he passed away. Yeah. So for me, it, it was a bit like uh, I say again. It, to me, it was like it was like a sour note. Like I said, at that time, I've already seen a lot of his earthquake stuff, and I was like, okay, like mm. again, he, he, he was a big deal. And I thought back, and I don't think I used to cuss this guy, thinking, oh, he's, oh, I'm, a, I'm not a shark. I used to cuss him, he's a nobody. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this guy, like, he actually was somebody, he was, you know, a big deal and everything. And then it's like, okay, you blame Vince McMahon, you blame this person, you blame that one. It's like, well, unfortunately, he, he just, he was a product of the time. And for whatever reason, he, again, like, like I think Austin says it a lot, of, again, Jim Ross, uh, Jim Cornette, you have to develop as you go along. If it's, again, like Undertaker, he changed his he changed his personality, he changed his character to mm. kind of suit. Okay, I would say really for me, Undertaker really changed his personality when he became the American Badass. Yeah. But really, during nineteen ninety to ninety nine, he was basically just like the dead man, but just different versions of it, the same thing. Mm. But it's like with Earthquake, it was literally I'm an Earthquake, I'm an Earthquake, I'm, a, I'm just the same thing. It's like I'm and then I'm a shark. It's like okay, it, yeah. But again, I remember what was it? I remember watching SmackDown. And then I remember just seeing, oh yeah, like you know, you know it shows like the, the beginning, like John John Tenter has died. Mm. Huh? Yeah. And then we find out basically what he died of what? Um bladder cancer. Yeah, so I'd I'd heard that he was he was like in he did have cancer, so you knew, mm. yeah, unfortunately he was. He did have so again, I, I, mm. I, for me, I, I never knew, but it says that he had was it bladder cancer and he was only given twenty percent, damn, twenty percent chance to live. Mm. And that was basically with the chemotherapy and everything. And that's mad because the thing is, again, I've, I've always said this before that, you know, usually if you smoke, you drink, you eat bad and everything, obviously it comes in your health. And obviously, yeah. remember, he was, a big, he was a big guy. He was a big guy for a long time. And obviously, with cancer and stuff like that, we all have, you know, the cancer cells in us, it's just whatever triggers us. Mm. It could have been a thing where he's, he, he, it could have been like, you know, um, cancers in his family. So he's more prone to others. But just looking at it, it talks about how. He had multiple tumors. It spread to his lungs, and it's like, oh, like even now, again, this is what 2006. Mm. And even to like read of him, thinking this man must have been in a lot of pain. Yeah. And 
he held on for as long as he could. It's like, what, 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 what more can I say? What, what more can you say? He held as long as he could. Mm-hmm. He did what he could in terms of treatment and everything. You know, he died 42. Me personally, I'm sad that he even died. Again, I wish he was alive now. I wish he was alive now, of course. But I'd rather he, I'd rather that he's not in pain anymore. Yeah. And to know that, you know what? Yes, he's somebody, his wrestling career was maybe 10, 12 years of that. But what he did do in a short brief of time meant something. And even to you, you again, he was basically going through like, you know, the beginning part of his career like like it was yesterday. Mm. So yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah. Mm. To me, he did leave a good legacy. And again, I saw him do drop kicks and all this sort of stuff. So it wasn't like he was awful. <laughs> no, nah, nah, yeah, that's the thing. He was athletic for yeah. very size. Yeah, he had the like the avalanche in the corner, the earthquake. Yeah, like he wrestled, he wrestled like a big man, but he did he did do so. I mean he had yeah. that I always found it funny he used to do the big jumping boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a bit comical. But yeah, I mean he threw a good drop kick. Yeah. A very nice drop kick. Yeah. Hmm. People, it's been a good show. I've enjoyed talking about Earthquake to me, the Avalanche, but again, he's Earthquake. John Tento, I leave this. I, I will say this. Yes, you're not. A, you, you're not a shark. You're not an Avalanche. You're a man. Rest in peace. <laughs>